It's AK. Face with Haddon. Boosie and Doug. It's cracking. Straight wrong, man. Don't try to look. I really like that. I really like that. I'm a strike that. I'm a strike that. I'm a strike that. I'm a strike I you know don't really like that nigga. Don't try to low, I really like that nigga. Take it from my office. I'm in these streets, I really like that nigga. I'm in these streets, I really like that nigga. Heard you screaming out the game, but we strike that nigga. Niggas claim they want to smoke, but we a pipe at nigga. Cause he must be smoking dope, we a light that nigga. We a night that. Niggas hit the yard in his home. Finish right back. I send a hit through the phone. Mr. Devil call me on, pull a lick and I'm gone. Stand up. And I like the bitch Cooper Zone, and you know it. Deadly devoted, heavy promoted on the game. Get one in the chamber ready and loaded. I'm a bang. Just shout out my locs, we gripping praise. It's a one six one nine, do one thing. Don't try to loke, I really like that. Really like that. Hey, I'm a strike that nigga. I'm in the streets, I really like that nigga. I can't believe I really like that nigga. Don't try to loke, I really like that nigga. Really like that nigga. I'm in the streets, I really like that nigga. And dog fight never changed, but I rolled the yeah. alcohol, yeah. big along with the Talk face on me. Don't try to look, I really like that really nigga. Like that nigga. From my I'm a strike back nigga. Okay. I'm in these streets, I really like that nigga. Okay. I keep the heat, I really like that nigga. Okay. Don't try to look, I really like that nigga. Really like Take it from my I'm a strike back nigga. Okay. I'm in these streets, I really like that nigga. Okay. I keep the heat, I really like that hey. nigga. Okay. You ain't like that nigga, I had to go extend the clip, I can't control my temper, yo bitch with us, bop, told her hold my zipper, deuce one cripper, trap money, label this killer, I'm good on the nine, don't need to pass, but nigga we're face, next stop the west, call dub, we finna switch lanes, pop a nigga top and let it spill, I call it wet paint, this southern shit for real, I catch phase and with the gunplay, on AG, I keep the clock cause I don't believe in safety, when it comes to this dick I'm boozy, bitch you gotta pay me, hit the yard and kept the solid, soak the game, OG's lazy, nigga I'ma press the line, to this cold life take me, gang, don't try to load I really like that nigga. Text from my office. I'm a strike back nigga. I'm in these streets. I really like that nigga. I keep the heat. I really like that nigga. Don't try to loke. I really like that nigga. Text from my office. I'm a strike back nigga. I'm in these streets. I really like that nigga. I keep the heat. I really like that nigga. Shawty been in her bag, when did you get so bad? Most girls like you don't last, can't help but move too fast 2am got me waiting, hopping that whip on racing You say it's mine, don't waste it, so baby save it for me For me, for me, yeah save it for me, for me, for me Like I'm Judas, you're saying all these things. 
Cash App is open. Yes. Yes. What's new, man? It's your boy, Two-Tone, the superstar. Please say this, superstar. And you're now plugged into the Hatrix. Hey, Legends. What's going on here? Let's go to the report. Early. Y'all know what day it is. Y'all know what day it is. Niggas, hump day. It is hot day. It is hot day. The cash app. The, 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 the cash app is open. Hot day. Happy Wednesday, February second. Um, the second day of Black History Month. Hopefully, everybody had a great morning. Like I always say, I hoped you walked into your office today and the nigga did not have you fucked up this morning. Also, shout out to the queens that walk around in the call center with that big ass motherfucking blanket talking about they is anemic. Bitch, get some ice. You got to get some ice, queen. We ain't got time for you to be walking around the establishment with a big ass uh, comforter from the mattress firm. One of them damn Goodwill blankets. You're walking around here cold as shit. Somebody get us some damn ice. Is it true that uh, when you anemic that you have a taste for dirt? Is you queens eating dirt out this motherfucker? <laughs> Which one of you queens is eating dirt out in this motherfucker walking around the damn car center? And, and the most important thing is you work husbands is disgusting out there. And I say that respectfully. You are disgusting. Why are you fucking the bitch walking around with the damn comforter? Why? 
Don't you got morals? Nigga, you can't fuck a bitch that work upstairs. You ain't never seen an ugly queen work upstairs at any call center. I dare you to post a picture of an ugly queen that works upstairs at a call center. Now, if your call center just has one level, you might get a pass. You might get a sneaky pass. But all the bad bitches work upstairs. What's up, man? Uh, again, happy uh, Black History Month. Uh, salute to everybody in the Prosper Fog this morning. Uh, what's going on with you? Do me a favor. Um, go ahead and hit the like button. You can hit the like. 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 Hit the like button. Hit the like button. Hit the like button. Oh man, a nigga had to bring out. We got, we got futuristic on today, so you know a nigga had to bring out his um prototype merch on their dog ass. Nigga had to bring out that pay your legends hat. Um, nigga had to bring out that bags, bags and yams. Yeah, bags, bags and yams tees. If if you need a bags and yams tees, uh, they come in crop tops. Um. They do come in fashion oversizes. All of my Lane Bryant's, my my plus size queens. You know a fat nigga got you. Do not be slipping on a goddamn merch. Do not be slipping on a goddamn merch in this motherfucker. Uh, who's in the prosper fall this morning? I got my man Yessa. What's going on with you? Hey, your motherfucking legends. Hold up, we got Boss Lyric in the building. What's going on with you? Hey, your motherfucking legends. We got my man P Dot in the building. What's going on with you? Hey, your motherfucking legends. Hold on, we got my man Ryan from the Big T and Ryan Podcast is in this motherfucker. What's going on with hey, you? Hey, your motherfucking legends. Oh man, we got a street nigga in the building. My name uh Duff Fago in the building. Hey, your motherfucking legend. Everybody in this motherfucker. I got my man Network. He is backstage from LMG. Um, he will be on today. I definitely want him to talk about this first topic before futuristic comes. Um, I had to get an official street nigga to talk. Um, on this topic, hold on. This, did I even put this shit on here? Hold on. Okay, I put this on here. I'm gonna bring network on. I want everybody in the in the comments to go ahead and talk about this topic. The first today's topic um, will be: um, Can a rapper be a street nigga? Waka Flocker says no. Watch this video. If you are a rapper, you are not a street nigga, a gangbanger, uh, this or that. You're a fucking rapper. Be a rapper. Be the best rapper you can be to elevate yourself to being something different. Girl. Mm, what's going on here? What's going on here? Good morning, uh, Mr. Network. LMG is uh, officially in the building. How you doing this morning? I see you up early. Uh, yeah. did, you, 
Did you have a late night studio session last night? Was you on a 40, 40 ounce of old English? Uh, what's going on? <laughs> Yeah, it was late, but I had to get up early, man, for this, man, because y'all been talking shit. Man, I'm still with the media shit. Still with the shit. Okay, that's what's up, man. You've been in the studio with, um, um, what's Puda Puda Rule? You got some new shit with Puda Rule coming. Uh, Trap Money AK. You got a song with Screws Boy. Um, are you trying to make the best compilation ever? Yeah, yeah, you already know I am. You know, I am. I'm just waiting on some of my uh, friends that left me out in the rain to come back over here like Dub Fuego. I met, I heard you mention him. He was on the live. My little brother ain't been over yet. Mm, that's what's up, man. Uh, you saw the Waka Flocka video. Uh, somebody tag a street nigga in the comments. Waka Flocka says you cannot be a street nigga and a rapper at the same time, is is this true? Uh, is this true? Is Waka Flocka Cabin or is, is he telling the truth? He telling the truth. Once you become a motherfucking rapper, once you become a rapper or entertainer, artist, podcaster, media, that shit's over with. Your old life, that shit over with. It's over with, bro. You can't, you know, it's an old saying when you was in when you in the street. You 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 can't sell dope and war at the same time. You mm. can't money and go to war at the same time. You got to choose one. You want to go to war, go to war. You want to get some money, get some money. You can't do them at the same time. So they care you. So you can't have one foot in the street and one foot in the uh uh the studio. You it can't. Is it not possible? Uh, it's possible. It's possible for a certain amount of time. Everything got a time limit on it like that. You know, it's the time limit for that. You know, uh, uh, once you start getting that real money and doing what you're supposed to do and moving towards, you ain't going to have time for the streets no more. The streets going to be what you used to do. It mm. becomes That shit becomes what you used to do. Damn, I remember when I was over there. Nah, you ain't over there no more. <laughs> Somebody in the Prosper Fall Mercedes said, who has bad bugs? Who has bad bugs? Somebody That's in the Prosper Fall bad bugs? <laughs> God damn, what happened this early? That, damn, who got bad bugs? Man, when 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 you find out that somebody has bed bugs, is it is it safe to say that you need to go ahead and move all the furniture out of the house? Do you need to move all your furniture out of the house when you have bed bugs? Yeah, it's got to go. Everything got to go, bro. Everything got to go. I'm talking stove, microwave. You don't know what nigga could uh, make you some oatmeal. You got bed bugs in it. You have to take everything out of your nasty ass house um, if you got bed bugs. And what what I found out? <laughs> what'd you say? You know what? Yeah, that's nasty, man. Watch who you let in your house, cause them bad bugs jump off people. They usually end it, man. You better watch. Watch where you sit down there at the theater too. That shit was at Harkins. Mm, back in your single days, network, did you um have you ever went into a queen's house and got bit by a bed bug? Bed bug before? Have you ever got bit by a bed bug before? Damn, Tom, you ain't shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Niggas get bit by bed bugs in this motherfucker. Hey, I'm sorry, hey. my brown pride people, but it happened at one of y'all uh, uh, Mexican houses. I went over there, laid down. She said, Yeah, you can sleep right there. I laid on that motherfucker. When I got up, my arm was, you know, he was nice. I had about three, four. I'm like, Damn, you know, I'm from Chicago. Damn, y'all got some rough mosquitoes out here. What the fuck? 
She like, nah, them bed bugs. She said oh. the shit. She said shit so nonchalant. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean, bed bugs? I thought that shit was a myth. How did, she, how did she go ahead and admit the damn bed bug? She admitted it? She admitted it. I said, hey, look, I looked the shit up. I'm like, shawty, that shit say you got to throw away everything. That was the last day I went over there, too. And then went back. Was, was the yams fire? I didn't touch them. Oh, didn't the, the bed bugs had fun. For, they had more fun than I did. See, I don't know. Most niggas, most niggas will see an air mattress and still wax the yams, possibly glaze the yams. Uh, you cannot be discriminating against these bad bug bitches. Any real nigga is still going to smash if she has bad bugs. And I say that respectfully. It's just a couple bites. You still have to handle your business. You still human. You still got to get your release off, my nigga. Don't discriminate against the bed bugs. Now, if she got roaches, that's a whole different story. Nigga, I had OCD. I got the fuck up out of there. What you talking about? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck these is. At that time, I didn't know what the fuck a bed bug was. No. Nigga, motherfucker. Hey, keep one thought. Motherfucker sold me a couch. Nice ass couch. Brand new. Mm -hmm. And that bitch had bed bugs in it. It didn't make it in the house. That motherfucker got put on the sidewalk and the Mexicans bought it from me for 200 in Avondale. My bad. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm a hundred I'm a hundred percent um confirmed that anything that you buy from Offer Up has bed bugs in it. If you're not buying anything electronics, if you ever bought yep. a couch from Offer Up, a lawn chair, um, a barbecue grill, that shit has bed bugs in it. You niggas on Offer Up buying couches are disgusting. Network, have, have you ever, have you ever, I mean, one time I wanted to purchase um, something, some podcast equipment from OfferUp, uh, and, the, and the nigga in the OfferUp app continued to have a conversation with me. He wanted to have a regular conversation. Have you ever, have a nigga ever just tried to, or, or a female, just tried to have a regular conversation with you on OfferUp? I was that nigga. I was talking to them. I was trying to sell studio time, nigga, and chicken wings. What are you talking about? Yeah. Oh, you had the 10 piece on offer up, my nigga. We wait for futuristic. Salute to my uh my sponsors, uh Fat Belly Films. Uh, get your all your video work done with Fat Belly Films, as well as salute to my sponsor, Yam Yams. If you want all your recreational marijuana uh, delivered to you, go ahead and contact Yam Yams. I might um, smoke some Yam Yams for the futuristic video. Who in the Prosper Fog wants me to smoke during the futuristic interview some Yam Yams? Uh, the interview might go left, uh, but I'm, I, I tell that nigga, yeah. Cause he's funny when he smoke. You know that other eye can get to going that way when he smoke. <laughs> oh, I think that lazy eye. <laughs> they got lazy eye, man. Uh let's go ahead and get into some uh some case money right now, man. And I and I got some young Buki. Y'all know young Buki only 17 years old. Did you know that? That little nigga 17? Yes, that young nigga 17. Does he have um I don't know. Maybe it's his little brothers or his cousins. But I, I seen young Buki with multiple kids. Um, I don't know if this is his kid. His kids. 
Is it his kids? I saw like seven kids. Maybe his little cousins. Uh, maybe it's Crooklyn. Maybe Young Bookie has a Crooklyn situation going on. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. Uh, maybe. Maybe it's Crooklyn. I don't know, man. Um. Um. I, I do see my man backstage. The motherfucking goat is backstage on a dog ass. Uh, so I gotta play this song. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta play, I gotta play one of my joints. Hold on, we'll be right back. We got futuristic in the building, man. We not, we not gonna wait. Hold on, where my shit at, man? This is my shit, man. I just wanna, um, this song, this song called Sedona by Futuristic. Like this is where you take your queen to Sedona and you just tongue kiss her all the way while you're driving to Sedona. Multiple tongue kisses to Sedona. Uh, this is a major record. Toxic, uh, well, what's toxic about that? Nigga can't tongue kiss his queen to Sedona. Nah, you said all the way there, nigga. God damn, let me smoke a blunt. Get that little ass back over. Get in the seat, girl. Sit down. Nah, you you gotta you gotta let the uh you gotta let the tongue kiss fly all the way. Anybody <laughs> in the prospect fog ever uh tongue kiss your girl all the way to Sedona? <laughs> Now where you ain't ever you ain't never did that with uh Courtney nigga? Yeah, we kissed on the way, but we be eating and smoking and laughing at people next to us driving and shit, nigga. We, we we might stop at a rest stop or something. We niggas, we ain't never seen shit, so we don't be doing we did all that. We be trying to look at shit. <laughs> all right, we'll be right back. We got the uh the goat futuristic in here. Uh we'll be right back. This is Sedona by Futuristic. Let's go. Swimming in all of your tears, you breathing in all of your fears, babe. Reminisce all of your years is all you do. Grimacing all in the mirror, intimidated by your peers, you living but it ain't sincere. I know that's true. You see the posing, you just compare. It ain't there. You gotta know they ain't playing fair. All of the filters and plastic, this wrap around they hog. You got something I'm so aware. Baby, don't be scared. Lower yourself on them, don't you dare. Matter of fact, please don't feel so alone. Sit down as well. Go. Just leave your phone at home. All that you need is now what it sees. All in the screen, baby. Please don't feel so alone. Sedona's where we'll go Just leave your phone here All that you need is not what it sees All in the screen, baby All of these women I see Perfect in pictures, but that just ain't me You can't change my mind The way that you look at the makes me sure I need to know, I need to know, I need to know, or leave me alone. 
What's new, man? It's your boy Two Tone, the superstar. Please say the superstar. You now plugged into the Hatrix, uh, where Arizona hip hop lives. Um, I have um, probably um, one of the greatest, if not the uh, one of the greatest rappers in Arizona hip hop history. I'm so happy to be able to talk to this gentleman. Hatrix, give a warm welcome to Futuristic One Time Tonight Show. Futuristic, futuristic. What's going on with you, my brother? What's cracking, Playboy? How you living? I'm living good. Uh, this is the first time we've ever talked in this kind of setting. Uh, we've had we've had very brief combo. Like we actually really have never talked for real, for real. Yeah, we never talk. Every every time uh, every time I talk to you, I'm always in your pockets. I'm trying to. <laughs> I always ask you about money. What's going on out here? Uh, first and foremost, I want to lead with love. Uh, you you have for Arizona, you've done a lot. You you're a whole goat out here in these streets. Uh, you don't get enough flowers. You don't get enough flowers uh, from my audience, from your audience. They they love you, but from my audience, you don't get enough flowers. I just want to say uh, that you're an amazing. I've been following your inspirational posts that you do on Twitter. Um, my man Rich Rico, he always sends me your goddamn post. He is a super futuristic fan. Anytime you say something inspirational, he, he sends me it. He sent me the video about you saying you can't be comfortable. Don't be comfortable. Or uh what what was the, the video where you said um like don't be comfortable? Yeah, I mean, I've done so many that I couldn't tell you exactly which one he's talking about, but yeah, I mean, that's where creativity dies. Creativity dies in comfortability. Um, passion dies in comfortability. All sorts of things die in comfortability. If you're comfortable with where you're at, you're never going to progress. You're never going to grow. It's just, it's you're just comfortable, which a lot of people are. <clears throat> that's real. Uh, yeah. Let's let's talk at the beginning because I remember when I first when I first saw Futuristic. When I first saw you, you had a live band. Uh, oh wow. You had a live band. I don't know if it was the promoter nigga, uh, DJ Unknown. Uh, he was taking a lot of niggas to Hawaii back then. Um, it was you, Vita Ruler, Merkums. Like this, this like 10, 12 years ago when all y'all was young as shit. This had was, to be the first band I had, which was WTF. That's where WTF came from, was in shit, 2010. So yeah, 12 years ago. Yeah, 2010. That's when I first saw you, and I was like, God damn, who is this dude with a damn band? up here killing shit um i, I want to know where did you like what was your inspiration to even start rapping or hip-hop when did you first write your first rap when when was that yeah i mean i'm from a musical family so i was literally writing raps and performing when i was five years old i was mm. i thought i was the next bow wow romeo like i was doing talent shows and performing and winning contests like i did all sorts of stuff at such a young age and really thought like i was gonna be on before i was 10. so yeah, no, the inspiration just came. My pops is a drummer, guitar. Uh, he plays bass, drums, and DJs. And then me and my brother started rapping. Literally, my brother was like eight, and I was five. Dang. So when when did you get into the Arizona hip-hop scene? You're just like, let me go ahead and put my foot into this scene. Yeah, so I moved here when I was 14 from Illinois. Moved here okay. when I was 
15, 14, 15 years old from Illinois. And uh, it was completely different. Arizona's way different than Illinois is. So obviously having to adapt to that. But in high school, like, that's how I normally made my connections with sports and music. So it's like every lunchroom, I'm rapping in it. You know what I'm saying? I, I knew how to run my own studio. So I'm like, anybody need recorded? Like, that's how I made money in high school was recording other people, um, doing things like that. Then I DJed high school dances while I was in high school. So I just did all this different stuff in the music lane as soon as I got here. Okay. Then when it came time to really, like, go crazy, um, I actually used to be in, like, a little group with Ebat and a couple of other people. And that's how, like, Ebat was, like, this popular-ass dude that everybody fucked with. Right. And so it was, like, he was getting invited to, oh, go do this show and go do this thing and go do this thing. So then that's kind of when I started doing a little show, like, little shows and then, like, I'm a type of person, once I do a show or once I do an event, I'm trying to take it over. I'm trying to I'm trying to run that event or, like, make it run better. And I think that I've always just had that. So as soon as I saw how shows were being ran, I'm like, nah, this could be better. So then I started doing my own showcases and shit like that straight out of high school. Damn. I, I, didn't, I didn't know that you and Ebat was in a damn group together. Yeah. Uh, that entire class kind of um, right now, like it's like... More, more like a click, not not necessarily a group, but a click for sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that class kind of like shaped Arizona hip hop because, um, like I said, I consider Merkham's in your class. Uh, J Rob the Chief is in your class. Uh, who else would I consider in your class? Um, I don't know if I would put Collins in that class. Um, but y'all, but y'all class kind of like shaped um, Arizona. When when did you? When you met um the buff nerds uh Jacob Owens, was that yeah. like the transition to you like starting to build that outside of Arizona fan base? Uh first of all, when I met Jake, I hated him. I met him in high school. Oh and, shit. Uh, yeah, we got into it over basketball shit, did not like each other at all. And then um I was cool with his his little brother. We was on the same team, whatever. Long story short, yeah, when Jake graduated a year before me, we ended up being cool my senior year and it was just like he was the dude with the camera. Then I had my guy Action, who was the dude with the beats and did marketing. Like he's a professional marketer. Like that's what Action did. So like I had those two partnerships where Jake shot all my videos for free, and Action did all my marketing and recorded, engineered, um, and produced all my shit. So those two partnerships is what it was. And both of them thought outside of Arizona. None of us ever. I don't want to say we never gave a fuck, but we were focused on everything else but Arizona technically like we were trying I'm trying to get on blogs so that I can go tour I'm trying to get on blogs so that the world can see my music not just right. Arizona you know and I think you're you're well aware like there was a lot of hate and a lot of uh you know there'll always be a lot of hate but especially in that time I think there was a lot of hate so it was just like why focus on trying to convert other rappers into fans when we can just com convert other rappers fans into our fans so when it came to like marketing and doing stuff and working together, it was like Jake is going to shoot the dopest videos, Action's going to market it, and we're going to market it to fans, not to rappers. Mm. Yeah. So how is it? How, how important is it to be able to have your own team? Was like you said, Homeboy was doing the marketing, Homeboy was doing doing the video, so it wasn't just futuristic by himself. How yeah. important is it for like a new artist to be able to get like a team together? Uh, I think now it's. The industry is more, it, there's definitely more knowledge now to where like the more you can do yourself, the better. Like if you can record yourself, if you can shoot your own content and edit it, 
Like my guy Devon is like that, where he he shoots all his own content, produces all his own beats, mixes masters. That's obviously the best way, but there's only so many hours in a day. So what was dope is while Jake's editing the music video, Action is running the ads, I'm over here reaching out to every single blog. I'm over here reaching out to every single manager to get features with other big artists. I'm doing that task. So it's like we're all doing something to benefit the growth of this entity that we have. Like, and since we were we since we had the the YouTube channel, it's like, well, Jake, you're gonna eat off the YouTube channel. Mm. Actually, you're gonna eat off the music. Zach, you're gonna eat off the music and the merch and the shows and everything else. So it benefited everybody for me to win. And so that's what it was. We all wanted me to win. And then when Jake started getting popular off my videos, now it's like, okay, cool. Every artist that wants a video, I actually managed Jake for a little bit and was running his emails. And I had three videographers under Jake where if you hit Jake and he was busy, well, you get Matt Johnson then. If if he's too much, you get this guy. If he's too much, you get this guy. And so we were just running each other's businesses and, and going crazy. But yeah, having the team definitely is is essential but you just got to make sure nobody's stepping on each other's toes and everybody knows their role and plays their role not every, like the cool thing about action and jake is like they didn't necessarily want to be superstars they didn't want to be action didn't even come to the shows like he chilled at the crib <laughs> same, with, same with jake jake didn't come to the shows they're at home working Mm, what was there uh was there a vetting process uh because you know sometimes you come up with crows you gotta cut niggas off sometimes you got to say nigga you over here you just trying to fuck bitches you're not trying to work or right, do nothing right. was it, did you have to cut a couple niggas off along the way i've definitely cut a lot of people off man i've had some wild shit happen like shit people wouldn't even believe man i've been sued i've been stolen from i've been all sorts of things there's been all sorts of crazy things that that what wasn't even on me was on people that was in my crew that I had to take the responsibility for. So, yeah, I mean, I've, I had a team of five people that now none of them are here, you know, mm. one, one of them, one of them is here, you know? So like only person from my original, like touring squad that's still with me is my DJ who's been with me since 2010. But other than, other than him, like that's not there. Action's still here. Jake is still here. We work in different ways. We're not as like, this anymore because we all do different shit but yeah like my old manager gone my old merch guy gone other touring videographers i've ran through three of those um and yeah you definitely gotta i i definitely vetted people in the beginning and then as shit pops up it's like yo if you can't get your head on right you're not part of the team no more that's real you sometimes niggas gotta go you gotta kick niggas out especially um struggle struggle ass manager so um yeah. i definitely um relate to that um when did when when did you know like when did you have that moment like from doing like the first time i seen you doing that show with the live band until you seen like damn fucking 200 people then showed up to hear me perform my fucking art when did you have like that oh wow moment like damn i'm about to start making money off my fucking music i think what's crazy is like i said like i was really selling mixtapes at five years old so like I've lived off music for my whole life. So it, oh, it, shit. I, I like my pro I would go to my dad's crib on the weekend. I went and saw my dad every other weekend. He had the studio. I'd record a whole album in a weekend. And then I would go to my school and I would walk the lunch line. And anybody who wasn't getting free lunch, cool, you're buying my album. Like that's what I did in elementary school. So I never there's never a point in my life where I felt like this wasn't what I was supposed to do. 
as far as like knowing that it was really happening, my first time I ever sold out a show was in 2009. And it was the first time I ever made over a thousand dollars on a show. So like oh, yeah. that's when it was like, okay, cool. Like this is how you do it. And then after that, like I never didn't make a thousand dollars a show. So what people don't realize is like, I was making bread off the music way before I was famous. And even when I used to throw those local showcases, like I would do nine acts on the bill. They all had to sell 30 tickets. I would perform two songs and I'd make two, three grand every single month off that one show called Prove It. I used to do it every month and I did it for like three, four years. So I was making money off music a long time before I should have been technically, you know, um, Wait, but so so you so you've been making a thousand dollars a show since two thousand what nine? Yes, yeah, it's two thousand nine. Pay your motherfucking pay your pay your motherfucking legends. So ever since then, it's no less than a thousand dollars for futuristic to touch a motherfucking stage. I've done a couple shows, maybe for homies like pop up at J Rob's thing and do this and do that, but it, yeah, for a futuristic show. I ain't never made less than a thousand dollars since that show in 2009, right after I graduated high school and went to my hometown and charged $10 at the door to get in. God damn. So what, what, where does that hustle come from? Does it come from uh, moms, pops? Where did that hustle come from where you was like, I I'm just trying to go ahead and get to this fucking bag. What, what, yeah. what instilled that into you? I think my, my pops is just a fucking tightwad, man. He's so <laughs> he's so strict on his bread. And so, like, as a kid, it was like, yo. And, bro, I, I had so many hustles. As a kid, like, I collected Pokemon cards and then sold my Pokemon card collection for mad bread, like, in sixth grade. Um, but anytime I wanted a Pokemon card, he never bought it for me. I had to work to get it. So I would help with DJ gigs. I would... Do, do I would mow lawns. I took the lawnmower and I mowed everybody's yard once every two weeks. Mowed everybody's yard in the whole neighborhood, like eight houses every two weeks. And so I did that. And it was all him. Like he just was just like, and it wasn't that he was necessarily, maybe he was trying to teach me, maybe he wasn't. But because he was such a tightwad and didn't want to buy nothing, it was like, cool, I got to work for it, you know? And so that's what I did from day one. I just worked for it. And then you know, I think from my parents split in and like, I was just, I had a lot of responsibility on my shoulders and things I had to pay for and things I had to do. If I wanted something, I worked for it. I got it. Um, so yeah, from the early age, that was, that was just it. So you've been, so you've been a natural born hustler out here in these streets, natural born it's hustler. Fact. It's a big fact. Yeah. <laughs> so none of, none of this is, um, I would say none of this is by mistake at all. Like this is this been instilled in you, like you said, since five five years old. I tell um, people all the time, like the reason I'm successful, like the music is 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 good. Yes, I'm good at making music, but like it's the business. Like I love the business more than I love the music, to be honest. Like, <clears throat> I I enjoy making a product and then thinking about how all the ways I'm gonna flip this product way more than I enjoy being in the studio for ten hours. For sure. Mm, okay. I bar I'm barely ever in the studio. Like I, I record in bulk usually. Like I'll record twenty songs in a in one month, and then I won't record for six months. Mm. Is it is it because you, you you more like you said you love the business, or you do you have to get inspiration to be able to record? Because I like I like artists who just don't record to record. Uh, like yeah. like J Rob the Chief, like J Rob, he's he's one of those niggas. Like he's just not going to record to record. That some has to inspire him. Is that are you the same way, Connor? 
Yeah, for sure. And I tell people that all the time, um, even on Indie Amplify, like I do this educational, I got an educational platform, this marketplace called Indie Amplify, which is my main focus. But I do videos on like, one of the videos is how to get over writer's block. And people don't realize like, if you force yourself to sit in the studio, which a lot of people tell you to do, be in the studio every single day, you got to write at least one song a day. That's the dumbest shit ever. Because <clears throat> what are you going to write about if you're not going out and living life and experiencing new things? You got to you got to go be a dog or you got to go get a new relationship or you got to go through some struggle or you got to whatever the case may be. You got to talk to an old nigga at a bar and learn his experiences and whatever the case may be to inspire. You have to have more life to make more music. Right. Right. That's that's what's up, man. I, I, I like I never knew that about you. I'm glad that um you have to be inspired um, based off your albums. Uh, let's talk about. Whose idea was it for you to do the um where you where you dressed up as a nerd and you just went around freestyling for people? Whose I whose idea was that and how big was that in the in the success of Futuristic? Man, yeah, no, that's a crazy one. Um, so Big Dogs TV, uh famous ass YouTuber. I think he has like nine million subscribers. At that time, he had maybe a million or almost. He did this prank called eating junk food at the gym, and it got on the news. And I saw the prank and was like, wait, that's the gym I go to. So I hit him up, boop, boop. Yo, we should do some pranks together. I have a good following in Arizona. I see you're out here. And so my, I did like three pranks with him before I did the nerd rap, where okay. I did like awkwardly staring at strangers and like whatever. He would post those and link them to my songs and my songs would go crazy. So I'm like, okay, we need to do a rap prank based off of a song that I have. Okay. So Dawes actually did a nerd rap before I did, but he's not a rapper. And even that video took off for him. So when he did that, I was like, we got to do my song, The Greatest. I'm rapping fast. We'll go to Compton, go crazy. And that there it was. So he, he did a nerd rap. And then when I saw him do it, I'm like, yeah, let me do this to my actual song. That's crazy because that video, I believe right now, is at 29 million views right now on YouTube, about 29 million and yep. my son, um, he's uh, 10 years old and he's just started getting into hip hop. And then um, he says, Dad, check out this video of this guy. And I was like, what is it? And it's the mother it's your goddamn video of you yeah. rapping. So yeah. kids, kids right now that are growing up, they're still finding that video. Like it still resurfaces every now and then and it'll go viral on like a meme page or something else. So, yeah, it's it's wild. It's one of those things like it was influencer marketing before influencer marketing was really a huge thing you know like everybody is working with the big youtubers and the big people now but like nobody was really doing that besides me and a couple other people back in 2014 that's crazy so um a burning question me and my uh my best friend nico g we always had this debate like we always debate arizona hip-hop uh, he wants to know were you ever signed to a record label? He said you were signed. I was like, this nigga been independent. He was like, nah, bro, futuristic nah. and signed. Uh, decrease the myth right now. Were you ever yeah, signed to a record label? Never, ever, ever have been signed. I've received offers from every single ma major record label, and I got offers before the greatest and way more after the greatest. And nah, man, I was actually really close to signing. Like, okay, so let it was funny as you always kind of talk about like is anybody really living off their music right. in, in Arizona? And like the craziest shit is like, nigga, when I dropped the greatest, the first month that shit came out, I made 60 bands. Oh, shit. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. 
And that's just off, off the song, off the song. So, so then after that song went crazy, I'm like, cool, I got to keep going crazy. So we're talking about not no shows, no merch, no nothing. First month check off the greatest was 60 bands. Then it kept going. And it's like, cool, next month, that song is still popping. I got 45 bands. Next month, it's this. Next month, it's that. When I dropped the album Coast to Coast, that shit did $145,000 in a week. In a God. week. What the 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 album of you and uh Devon Terrell, correct? Yes, 145 bands in the first fucking week that it came out. So labels are having labels are bringing me into into these meetings, right? And I'm just like, okay, so I sold 12,000 copies of my of my album, and in the first week, Race Rimmer sold 14,000 copies of their album. Race Rimmer got everybody and their mama on the album, and I know y'all spent two million, three million dollars to market this shit. And they only sold 2,000 more copies than me. Eat a dick. No way. No way. No way. So, so you you had, so there was never an urge for you to say, um, I want the machine behind me. So no, was there, 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 was. there was. So so that was like the first installment, right? And then, then they hit me and was like, okay, let's kind of do it your way. So I was really close with Universal Republic. I already had the idea for my album as seen on the internet before I did coast to coast. So coast to coast really just happened because Devon popped off going viral right after me. We were managed by the same person. We had already been touring and rocking. So I'm like, cool, let's do this shit together. Now's the time. So we made coast to coast in like a month, dropped it on Christmas. Both those albums came out the same year. So both those came out in 2015 and I already had as seen on the internet idea. So I'm taking meetings with labels and I'm like, I'm chilling with Logan Paul every day. I'm chilling with Jake Paul. I'm chilling with King Batch. I'm chilling with all the biggest YouTubers. So I'm telling the label, like, I'm doing this album. This is my next album. This is how I'm going to do it. Then in the meantime, I got hit up to do that song, A Great Big World, with A Great Big World that got me on Jimmy Fallon, Good Morning America, all that. Right. These niggas were signed to Epic with L.A. Reid. I met with them as well. And then, like, these dudes are like 20 times platinum. That song, Say Something with Christina Aguilera, is one of the biggest songs in the world. Mm. And these dudes lived in apartments. And so I'm just like... <laughs> so these, these niggas had a leasing fee. So all of that shit was happening at the same time, and they were really controlled by their label and was asking me for advice and tips and tricks and help and like, how can we do this and how can we do that? Not to mention... They paid me to be on the song. They flew me out to New York two times. They scrapped the video. We shot a $60,000 music video that they completely scrapped. Mm. Shot, flew me out again and then spent 30 grand on a video. Paid me for every TV appearance. So on me alone, there had to have been, uh, let's just say, $150,000 spent. Their album dropped and sold 5,000 copies. So I'm just like, at the end of the day, this label shit is real fucking weird and real funny. I was dealing with and working with a lot of people that were signed to labels at the time that didn't have the freedom to do what they wanted. So yes, I did want the machine. I wanted to sign with Universal Republic. And if I wouldn't have done that that trip with the great big world, like that three months of doing all those TV shows and seeing how their stuff operated, I probably would have signed. Mm. But seeing that and then seeing like the way they was living and the way I was, and don't get it twisted, like these dudes, they're 20 times platinum. They have bread. They have a Grammy. They have all sorts of shit, you know? Um, but just the way that they were being treated by the label, I'm like, yeah, if this was me, I, I'd be sick. 
So you as like a, a natural born hustler since five years old, you saw that label situation and you you was like, I want to keep my motherfucking money business wise. It didn't make sense for you. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, a good deal at that time was you seeing 12 percent of your money. I see 95 percent of my money. So why would I ever give that up in hopes that you're going to get me on a song with somebody and, and whatever? And then, too, like. I lived in LA and I saw how all the famous people had to move. And like, I never wanted to be super famous. Like as cool as it would be to be Drake, like that shit would also be super whack. Like you can't just go to the grocery store. You can't just go bowling. You can't just go to the mall. You can't right. just pop out at an event or go hoop at LA fitness. Cause you want to like, it's just, it's not me. It's just not me. So at the end of the day, like the, the two things that come out of that is superstardom. Yes, way more money if you reach that level. But then what type of life are you really living? Mm, that's true. And um, like people from my audience and a lot of people, uh, they they hate on you. They say a lot of reckless shit like he's an industry plant. Um, yeah, his, his, his parents had all kind of money that funded funded his career. Damn, I posted a picture of the house that I lived in when I was a kid. You know how okay. much the house I, I, I lived in was? It's I went back. A couple months ago, you can buy the house for twenty four thousand dollars. Mm. Not even a car. It's not even a car. Mm. Mm. Yeah, but I, I remember uh, when you first. It was. It was you. You. You were happy as fuck when this happened. When you purchased a motherfucking van yeah. to go on motherfucking to. I was. I don't know if it was the Bobby Fresh van. It was some. It was some kind of van. I, I still got it. Yeah, I still, still got, got it. it. I just used it to go to Colorado. I, I all the openers drove in the van. I rent that van out to every opener that's ever toured for me. So when you first got your money, like most niggas will go buy a chain, they'll go buy uh, maybe go buy some yams, they'll go to Vegas, get all yeah, kind yeah. of different ex exotic models and stuff like that. You chose to say, let me go ahead and invest and get this motherfucking van. Like, is that just because you just been a hustler? You was you was like, fuck these diamonds, fuck all this shit, like. Let me get this fucking van. Yeah, I mean, it was just, I'm just a logical person. So that that they, that made the most logical sense. Like, why would I not buy a tour van when I'm having to rent a van or rent a car every time I go on tour? Why would I not do that? And then, oh, shit, I, I'm renting vans from people. So clearly I can rent my van to people. So it was mm. just like, bought it. I, I only used it for me to headline a tour one time right after I bought it. And since then... I've rented it out to every single opener and then I get a tour bus and then the openers use the van. But like it's came in handy for so much shit, moving, going on trips, pulling up to the club, like whatever the case may be, <laughs> 15 of us are getting in that van and making it happen, you know? So yeah, it's still, it's still in the driveway right now. How did, how, how did you get to the point where you were headlining tours out of state? Like, were you checking your analytic numbers? Like, how did you, how did you get to that point where you was like, I can leave Arizona and literally sell out another fucking state. Cause like, not like not many people in Arizona hip hop wise can relate to that. Right. Right. Uh, it's just a progression. Like <clears throat> I opened up a ton of shows, opened up a ton of shows. Like anytime, any artist that I wanted to fuck with, I found out a way to fuck with them. Like all my favorite artists, when I discovered what independent music was, I've opened, done shows, friends with all of them. So it was like when I saw Hobson, Hobson was Hobson and MGK were the first two independent artists that I saw and was like, this is kind of similar to what I do. Let me figure out how to do this, right? So if I wanted to work with Hobson, who all is on that 
that list of funk volume with its Hobson's label. Okay, cool. I can't get to hop right now. So I'm gonna work with one of the artists on his label. Okay. When I worked with them and body that track, of course, Hobson's going to see it. So right. then, so then I just kept <clears throat> building with his team. So then they started taking me on tour. Then when I saw going on tour, how much residuals came from that, I wasn't getting paid, but I was selling merch and making people fans. And then I made those people follow me. So basically all that I did was I'd, I'd hit up an artist that was going on tour. I'd be like, yo, would love to open for you. I'll market the shit out of it. I'll do this. I'll do that. I'll give you a feature for free or I'll do this, whatever I could do. I'll drive. I'll, I'll, I'll sell your merch. I don't give a fuck. Put me on the run. I'd get on the run. I'd do a tour with them. And then I would immediately go back and do my own show at the same spot. So <clears throat> you gain, if Hobson has 500 people at a show, I'm going to convert a hundred of them. Then the, the promoter of that show, I'm going to meet him. Then I'm <clears throat> going to tell that promoter, I'm going to come back. I'm going to headline or I'll, I'll pay whoever you want to headline and I'll open again and do that. And so then I would just basically do runs with people. So I just toured the Northwest over and over again with Mike Studd, then with Hobson, then with Tech, then with Dizzy, then with MGK, then with Yellow Wolf. And now I stole 100 fans from each of their shows. And now mm. I have 500 fans at my show. Damn, that is amazing in these fucking shirts. So when um like explain explain um the the tour life did did because I used to host clubs back in the day like actually be inside the nightclub uh right. before before I had my child and then it was just a dark life for me at this level at just going yeah. to Arizona clubs living off hosting drinking every night smoking yeah. every night different color yams it it was just too yeah. much <laughs> like did. Did the tour life ever consume you? Did you, did you ever say like, look, this shit getting too crazy. Let me go in and relax. Uh, yeah, yes and no. Like I actually hated touring at first. I'm, I'm a homebody. So like at first I hated touring. I didn't like it. Like it's, you know, I like to get my hoop session in in the morning. I like to have my routine. I like to eat healthy. I like to do all this shit. So when you're on the road, <clears throat> what niggas don't understand. Let me get some water real quick. And they get thirsty. <clears throat> Hey, your motherfucking legend. Cash app is open. What people don't understand <clears throat> is you're in a little ass car or you're in a van with all your homies. You're sleeping on the floor. Like I used to sleep in my fans' houses because I, did, I didn't have money for a hotel. Mm. <clears throat> so, like I'd get on stage, do my set and be like, who got the coolest crib? We coming back, staying with y'all. So it's just not a healthy lifestyle in the beginning. Okay. And then... When it got to the point where, like, we were comfortable and we had shit or whatever, like, yeah, I mean, alcohol became a real problem because mm. I'm not a super social person anyways, necessarily. Right. And so I would drink more. I'd get drunk three, four times a day because I'm pulling up for a radio interview in the morning, just like this, 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, whatever. Radio interview, boom. I'm drinking at the radio interview. I'm drunk. So then I go from that to sound check. Then from sound check to a meet and greet where I got to meet anywhere from 50 to 100 fans, I get drunk for that. Then I do a show that night. I get drunk for that. Sweat it all out on stage, then go to an after party and get drunk again for that. So like I'm really getting drunk four times in a day for wow. 55 shows in 60 days. Oh, my. 
So like, imagine, yeah, your body, how it feels after doing that. Or like you get sick, you get the flu, doesn't matter. I performed with 102 degree fever multiple times. I've thrown up on stage. I've, I've had COVID and did a fucking show. Like it's, cr I've done all sorts of things. So yeah, as far as the un unhealthiness, like, and then two, like I was touring like 200 days out the year. So the stress that that provides on like, if say I, I did have a girl or my family or whatever else, yeah. like there is no family, there is no friends. Your family is your tour squad. That's it. Other than that, it's like, I don't have time to speak on the phone. I don't have time to worry about like, if a girl is insecure about something that I'm dating, like I don't have time to console you and like make you feel better. Like I have five events in one day. Mm. So is, yeah, that, I mean, is that the sacrifice? Is that the sacrifice for success? For sure. And and everybody has different ways. Now, does that have to be your life? No. Artists go on tour and don't drink a lick. Artists go on tour and bring their girls with them. Artists do all sorts of things. For me at that time, there's no way. There's no way that that, that, that was me. I was too focused on the goal. So yeah, any girl that I had had to understand. And if, I mean, I was a dog, bro. Like I was, I, I'm not gonna lie. I was a dog. So like I'm doing different stuff every night, wilding out on tour. You know, and so, yeah, that, that's not healthy. It's not healthy in any way, shape, or form. But also, I was young, dumb, and ready to get it. So, what, what, yeah. what, would, you what would you tell an artist that's like, like, because I believe a lot of artists, especially Arizona hip-hop artists, a lot of them are not ready for the life that you have lived. The, the going on fucking tours, not eating all, all the time, jack in a box. Um, like you said, you got a you got a girl calling you from other state, shit like that. Do you, do you tell them like is it is it is everybody built for this type of life? Is it Hell is no. it all glitz and glamour? Hell no. A lot of people aren't built for it. And I mean, not to be insensitive, but I think that's why you see people overdose. That's why you see people so miserable. That's why you see people so unfulfilled. And I think like to touch back on earlier, like not wanting to be a superstar. Like that's the reason why I didn't want to be a superstar. Like it just, the, and not, there's so much more that goes into it. Like, you know how much money I've loaned to people in my life? Like, you know how many, mm. like, how many favors I've done for people? You know how many people hit me up? People I don't even know that hate me be, and don't even know me. Like you see it. Like you said, there's right. people that comment on here and say, wow, shit. Like the amount of hate, the amount of love, the amount of money, like, Having half a million dollars at 24 years old and having your family asking you for money or your friends asking you for money or just wanting, I, of course, I want to help everybody out. And then that's a slippery slope. Once you start to do it, everybody expects it. So like, that's only one issue that comes with it. Being gone, being on the road is another issue. Being healthy is another issue. Like falling victim to addiction is another issue. Uh, your mental health is an issue. Uh, fuck around do something on the road and people make stuff up you get caught up in a lie is an issue like right. every, everybody coming at you or people hating you and the amount of death threats i've got from people that i don't even know is insane so yeah i mean at the end of the day none of this i don't know if humans if anybody was meant to be famous like mm. are you meant to have people hate you for no reason are you <clears throat> meant to get different treatment and then like now I'm on the other side of it where like going back to a quote unquote regular life is hard. Like mm. how do you, how do you go and like be present for little moments when like you've touched every country and you've performed in front of 50,000 people and you've done all these different things. Like how do you go home and mow the grass after that?
Like that can mess with your mental. <laughs> Nigga said I'm not mowing the grass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But those are all the things that like people don't realize. Like when these NBA players retire and stuff, like how you go from that to this in it's a lot. It's all of it is a lot. So you really got to know yourself. You got to self-reflect and you got to know your goals. My my advice would be know what you want out of it before you get into it. Mm. Mm. That's some good advice right there. So how come you never, like you said, there's a lot of hate um, street street rappers, the um, the the hood niggas out here. um they felt it's been a, a disconnect between you and the streets out here, the streets of Arizona and you. They felt it's some sort of disconnect, but you have. Well, first, first, I want to ask you, how do you feel about that? How they kind of question, not kind of kind of question your blackness and kind of question your 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 street cred to feel like, well, he don't fuck with us. How, how do you how do you respond to that? Uh. I mean, at the end of the day, you could question, you can question my blackness. Like I'm, I'm half, I'm half white. I'm half black. Like my, the crazy shit people don't know, like the white side of my family, like I dealt with racist issues from the white side of my family. I lived in a, in a predominantly white place for, for like the first 12 years of my life. And then I moved to the most grimy fucking place, top 10 worst cities in the United States for the next two years. And my whole shit was tested and it was a whole new environment for me. Like I had never even heard nobody say the word nigga, like regular, like as like, what's up, my nigga? Like never heard nobody say that. Well, they was letting the ER fly. They was letting the ER fly. I was beating this. This is how crazy the dynamic is. is if we want to talk about race for me, I was explained from my 97 year old grandmother, what the N word meant. So mm. I had a chip on my shoulder, basically being like, I'm not that. So anytime somebody called me that, I got I got suspended and expelled for beating kids up for saying that word to me, mm. white kids. Then I moved to the whole other opposite side and, oh, what's up, nigga? Right away. And I didn't even know what to do with it. Flash, flash forward to now, like I said, I'm kind of introverted. So like, I'm not, I'm not in the streets. Like, why would I talk about being in the streets if I'm not? Why, would I, shit. why would I go to places that, I'm not comfortable being. Why would I go to places where I, I don't know nobody there and put myself in a weird position? Now, I've got to meet a lot of street cats that do have respect for me and I have respect for them. I don't dislike anybody. And, right. and like, I'm a part of Guestless Clothing Store. It's goons that come in that bitch every day. Oh, and yes. The dope boys is definitely in uh, Guestless getting those colorful pants in there. Definitely. Fact. So I'm I'm around a lot of folks and I'm cool with a lot of folks that really lived that life. And I have been cool with a lot of folks that really lived that life for the longest time. As far as my music and what I listen to, I don't listen to no hood shit. Mm. I just don't. I don't relate to it, so I don't listen to it. I never have. I grew up on Ludacris, Busta Rhymes, Eminem, Will Smith, Nelly, then Kanye, then Chance, then Childish Gambino. That is my palette of influence. So, okay. So the hood disconnect, yes, there is a disconnect, but you don't have to like my music. And we don't have to hang out, but I'm I've never talked shit about a hood rapper. I've never talked shit about the hood. I've just basically said I don't be over there. Right. How can you be mad at a nigga at a nigga because he don't be there? <laughs> that that's true. I've I've always said that um I grew up in Maryville, USA, which which it, which is the hood. Uh but I, I'm the first to tell a nigga I'm not a street nigga. I just I just know street niggas like that. Um, how come you've never in 
you never let that bother you at all. You've never wavered. You never went on a big ass Facebook rant. And yeah. all these niggas like just be talking shit about you, lying about you. How come how come you've never wavered and never like snapped and dealt shit like that? If somebody hates you, they're gonna hate you regardless. Ain't mm. nothing, ain't nothing you could say or do. Only thing you could do is lead by example. So that was always my that was always what it was. It's like why would I waste my day arguing with people on Facebook that are going to find one reason to hate me or another? Clearly they already do and they don't even know me. So all I've ever been taught and all I've ever wanted to do was just like action, speak louder than words. So no matter what I say to you in this Facebook thread, it doesn't matter when you, then, but when you see me like do an event and like put people on or help people, or you just see the type of human being that I am as time goes on, which I think pe more people have experienced now than then, um, if you still hate me, that's on you. Like you weird. At the end of the day, you fucking weird. So it just it just don't make no sense to me. If you want to be a weirdo and be upset about some shit that doesn't even involve you, that's weird. That's super weird. And there ain't nothing that I could do to say to you to defend that. Like beginning an argument don't matter. Mm. So, um I hundred percent agree. I'm happy that you've never wavered. You you stood on shit that you said. Uh, you just continue to make money, continue to uh, put out content. Um, I want to know, when did you transition into, because I remember um, you had bought a house um, on the fields in Mesa, but you had bought a, a fucking compound. I don't know how many houses you own right now. Uh, so just, just for people in the Prosper Fog, salute to Prosper Fog right now. Right now, you you don't have a regular job. You live off your motherfucking. I just want I just want this to be confirmed because I've been on Facebook for eight years saying this nigga live off his fucking art and niggas coming yeah. hating. Just keep it real with these niggas. The crazy thing, yeah. I mean, I've lived off my music. I quit my job. Actually, this month is a decade of living off music solely, not having a job. I dropped my first album, Dream Big, in two thousand and twelve. Boom. I've been completely off the music since 2012 for sure and even before that the jobs that i had like i said was djing at jump street djing high school dances fucking djing car auctions whatever i've lived off music since i was five years old as far as the money shit goes like let me break this shit down let's break it down niggas don't understand first of all you could look at any one of my songs and not just me like there's a lot of cats living off music if you break down somebody's streams on spotify alone you got to think it's 0 0.004 streams per song. Okay. If I have a song with fucking 55 million streams times 0 0.004, that's $220,000 off one platform. That's one song. Then you're talking about that song exists on 100 platforms. So what are we talking about? Then we're talking about a show. Imagine if you're doing a tour of 55 shows in 60 days and every show you're getting paid three thousand dollars minimum mm -hmm. so what, what the fuck is three thousand times 55 shows so in two months that's 165 bands then you're talking about let's just say you sold a thousand dollars worth of merch that's another 55 bands let's say you knocked out features on the road let's say you fucking did appearances at clubs and got paid the same amount after <clears throat> you could walk home from a tour and make as an independent artist make three hundred thousand dollars and it don't even cost, you don't even have to have a huge show to, to make $3,000. Anyways, if 200 people show up to your show and you're charging $20 a WAP, that's four bands. The fuck are we talking about? You're talking that money right now, nigga. And that's only one stream of, 
of it. That's that's two things. Now let's say you get your song on a commercial. Like, dude, I've been paid 50 bands to for a company to use one song for a fucking Instagram post. Then we talking about you get on TV, you get publishing, your song gets on the radio. Not to mention the countless, I made $150,000 off of features last year through my company, Indie Amplify. Like, we don't talk about that. But I'm saying this not even just to look at me, but every independent artist that's doing something, you are a business that has eight, nine, 10, 11 ways to prosper. To prosper, you have 10 different ways you could prosper from features, shows, merch, appearances, publishing uh mechanicals anything that you do you can make money on it so there's a lot of people that live off the music and i think people always say like oh you don't get paid for streams what what are you talking about what are you what are you saying so yeah bro there's there's a lot of people living off their music and i've been living off my music since 2012 and luckily i actually grew up in a time where niggas bought albums like niggas really bought the album on itunes now it used you used to have to sell i sold 12,000 copies and went number two then on my last joint iTunes, I sold 300 copies and went number one. So that just tells you the disconnect of how much niggas used to buy albums compared to how they buy them now. Facts. So I grew up in a time where Cats was really spending $12.99 on an album. Damn. So you 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 was in the album age. Now you're in the streaming age and you making money. You was making money 10 plus years, 11 plus years. You've been making money. Uh, that is the dream that I could I could say most artists want to ob obtain. Uh, right. When, when did goal. you being able to live off your music is is always the goal. And then now I've invested, like you said, I got five houses. I got three. Other hold on, houses. hold on. You said you got you said you have five cribs right now. Got a five piece. Come on, I got a starting five. What are we talking nigga about? said five piece, nigga. Hold on, we talking cold cash today on the Hatrix. Talk your shit, futuristic. Let these uh, niggas know. Let these niggas know. Five cribs. Most of you niggas barely got that uh three month apartment paying eight thousand dollars a month, nigga. And at, at the end of the day, I, I say all this to say, like, I was never a huge artist. I had a viral moment. I had a good five years of just like really laying the foundation. And like I said, you if you have two hundred people that'll show up to your show in any city you could turn around and make half a million dollars in a year off music period how, how can how can they get how can a, how can an arizona nigga get 200 people to show up to the show because most of these niggas can barely get their call center to come out to a show how can they get 200 people the the problem that people don't don't realize is everybody does the same shit they make something and they post it every time i made any song i thought about who would enjoy this song who should hear this song and then i found the platform that made the most sense for him so if I was making a fast rap, the goal would be to find out who really rocks with Tech 9 and get on whatever platform that is. Like, I never really had to buy any features. I only only feature I bought was the Dizzy Wright feature in the beginning, and that was $500. But that feature led me to making half a million off of the song I Guess I'll Smoke, plus all the weed endorsements and everything else. So, like, if you have a song about weed. Right. You should be looking up, you should have spreadsheets of every weed Instagram page, every weed Facebook page, every weed YouTube page, every weed rapper. So I'm going to get the weed rapper on the song. Like, think about, I guess I'll smoke. I got Dizzy Wright and Lazy Bone on the song. Right. Then I hit up Be Real from that, from uh, his interview, Smokebox. So then we got on Smokebox. 
Then I hit up every weed blog that there was with the song saying, hey, this song's going to come out. Here's who I have on it. This is what it's going to be. Boom. Then I get posted by 100 weed blogs. Then I go to Instagram and I hit up every Instagram weed, weed page. Same with Facebook. Now I get posted on all those. That's the work and the prep that you have to put in to making a song succeed is knowing who your audience is and then putting the fucking song in front of that audience. If not, and you're just posting on your Facebook or your Instagram or whatever, you're posting to the same people that see your shit over and over again. So how are you, how are you going to grow? So anytime I made a song, I thought about what was the platform that it needed to be on to succeed. And if you got to spend money, don't spend money on the, on a music video or don't spend money on this or that. Like, how can you get it heard by new people, new platforms, new places that are going to get your song to the right people? And that's what I did. Every time I made a song that I felt like was something that could be big, I didn't put it out until I knew I had a situation. <clears throat> that's fire. God damn, that's some real game for your niggas in the uh, Prosper Fall. Please hit the cash the app. cash app is open. He, he's dropping gems today. Please hit the cash app. A lot of you niggas is getting a, a lot of game right now. When, when, so you got five houses. Um, when, when did you buy guest list? When did you say, I'm going to get a property inside of Arizona Mills Mall next to that delicious church's chicken? Oh, is, is it by the church's chicken in there? <laughs> nah, nah. Um, so guest list isn't isn't me. That's that's my partner Ryan. And how that happened was Ryan and me started a clothing line called Sheesh World back when everything popped off. And okay. we actually got Sheesh World into like 150 Zoomies locations, all these different spots. And then he had other partners with Guest List. I had known about Guest List since it was called Swag in 2010. Um, me and Ryan became really cool from doing the clothing line, and when his partners dipped out that's kind of when i came in and was like well let's rock you know so that was our that's ryan ryan is guest list um i just support what ryan does you know i've invested money with him we do our shit and it's like anytime i bring an artist to town cool boom you go to guest list anytime ryan has an artist that fits for me or is out here doing this that he knows boom we do we do that so me and ryan just do business together but guest list is ryan shout out to ryan ryan is guest list Okay, slew Ryan over there, guess since I saw Ryan at the AZT Awards. He yes. wanted me to go on stage and slander him. He kept saying, please go on stage and slander me. I That's said, I'm not, I'm not gonna plug you into the hatreds, my brother. Uh, what other business do you own and should we know about? What what else you got yeah, out so, here outside of indie outside of indie amplified? Yeah, so indie amplified being the biggest one. Um, I just do a lot of things. Obviously, real estate, and then I, I also oh. manage artists now. I, I have a management firm called Support the Homies. So I, I just recently started managing Oswin Benjamin, Chris Rivers, Michael Minnelli, Anakin, and this female singer, Elisa Gutierrez, and a producer. Um, so that, Indie Amplify, and I also help people sell their catalogs as well, um, their music catalogs. Now, so, for the people who don't know, Chris Chris Rivers, that is big, is that Big Pun Son? Yeah, Big Pun Son. Hey! Yeah, 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 yeah. So you manage Big Pun Son. That is fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and he he's fired. He he's they're all crazy. They're all much better rappers than I've ever been. So being able to manage them is dope because now I can just use my business side and help them get to the next level where they deserve to be. Michael Manelli's fucking crazy. Um, y'all did yeah. the uh, the 21 questions. Um yeah. again. 
I was like, I did not expect this dude to be singing that. I was like, God damn, he just came out of nowhere with the vocals. How yeah. do you just how do you decide to manage an artist? What goes into that? So these are cats that I've known now for a couple years, and it's I've seen the work ethic, I've seen the demeanor, the personality. We we work well together. Like I'm not out here trying to manage more artists right now. Like that's pretty much my, that's my team. If somebody okay. completely blew me away and already had some shit going like then maybe but it was just like they were already around me all the time they're working out the studio they're here and they're always asking me questions and they just weren't doing the right shit so i'm like yo if if we really gonna get you there like it needs to look like this so that's really really how that whole thing formed was just having people at the crib every day that i genuinely love care about and that are like i said more talented they all better than me <laughs> so i'm just like cool let's Let's make it happen. Let's run it. So, yeah, man, I've been managing all of them for like four months now. That's what's up. And I've seen um, on New Year's Eve, you had a show. Uh, Smart Sin, uh, uh, Della Preem was on the show, a couple other acts. Um, you had another event at the Golden Margarita um, with some other. How do you decide to do the, the support the homie shows? How do, you, how do you decide to pick those artists for those type shows? Um, I've always just kept my ear to like what's what's going on as much as I can you know so like just seeing people do dope shit like if I have an opportunity that comes up like to be real bro like the reason why I have so many people on bills is like it's not I feel like it's not about me no more mm. like it, it's, it's really not like it's not about me no more and it hasn't been for the last couple of years and like I said my I did what I was supposed to do and I'm not sitting here being like oh I'm retired I'm not I'm always gonna make music because I love it but like everything else that I do to me is way more important than that. So by putting people on bills and doing stuff like that, it's just like, yo, I rock with y'all. I got offered some bread to do this thing. If y'all want to come rock, come do it. You know, like it's not even, it's nothing that it's, it's not about me. So, yeah. So the, the way, the way, the way that I hear you talking, um, like you just said, you're not retired, but it kind of feels like, you you are you leaving the game or are you trying to transcend away from hip-hop I, I mean you play basketball you you play basketball niggas that hoop they just hoop they wake up they always like kd he's right. always going to play basketball regardless some niggas is always going to rap regardless but as far as being in the game like are you transitioning away from that yeah i i mean I don't, I feel like people could tell, like I kind of have been for like three years. Like I've just mm. been slowly, but surely working on other businesses, doing other stuff and supporting the homies way more than doing my own stuff. And with, with having a kid and having a wife and this life, like, dude, I'm not going on. Like if I blew up again right now, realistically, like I don't want to go on tour for 200 days. I don't want to mm. go on. Like, I don't want to do that shit, but for the people that have never lived it, like I would love to see y'all go do it, you know? So it's it's not in in that competitive spirit of like there was a time where I really wanted to be the best rapper, and okay. then it's like it it really doesn't matter. Like it it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter on who's the best rapper, who's not. Because at the end of the day, if you're talking about revenue or popularity or anything else, like the best rapper or even the best basketball player, sometimes there was niggas that went to my school that was way better at hooping than everybody on the team, but they wasn't on the team. It doesn't right. matter. You know, so at the end of the day, like I'm working on my businesses, I'm helping other people get to see what I've already seen um, and hopefully be bigger than I ever was. And so, yeah, for me, there's no part of me that's walking around like, nah, 
I got to I got to make another hit. Nah, I got to do this. I got to do that. Now, within that, if I make a song that I feel like deserves a viral moment or deserves this or deserves that and it's a great song, then cool. I'm, I'm going to put my best foot forward. But with everything else that I do, I'd say music is like my fifth priority on the list of things that I enjoy. So you're so you're at so you're basically at peace with with your musical career right now. Like you, you're 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 like where Kobe Bryant, I believe um, I believe Michael Jordan was never at peace at leaving the game of basketball. Right. I still think Michael Jordan thinks he can go out there right now and drop 20 right now. Right. Kobe, right. rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. Kobe, I believe he was at peace once he found out that his daughter enjoyed the game of basketball. So he put all his, his will into coaching her. Um, So when you had a child, you had a boy or girl boy, you had, you had a little boy. So you having um, a child, was that the transition? Like you're at peace with it now? Uh, nah, man. I, I think since I've been doing this for so long, I'd say when I really found, when I really realized that like I was kind of over it was, actually right at the peak of it Mm. um when i finally broke through and got everything that i ever wanted and i was able to do all the things i wanted to do like i realized i've never taken a vacation i've never traveled Mm. for fun i've never been present i've never even been present in a moment like i never was present in a moment until 2017. so after everything popped off and i was like yo there's the reason to actually do all this was to live a dope life so when I realized like, oh, I could go on vacation and just like be here and enjoy it, that was when I found the peace. It was like, cool, I got money coming in. I'm doing dope shit. I'm going to set myself up for a life after music and make money on other shit as well. Own land, set up businesses and just enjoy my life because that is the point. I think people forget that. Why did you want to be famous? Why did you want to make the money so you could live your life, right? So right. now I'm, I'm actually living my life. So that's I think that's the difference and why I feel at peace and why I can say, yeah, bro, I don't need to go out. And like, I love seeing Merkham's do what he's doing. That feels like that's how I used to feel. And he's way harder, like goes way crazier than I ever did on an interview. Like, I mm. love that. And it's dope to see that. Even back then, if you asked me to rap on the spot, I'm not rapping on the spot, bro. Like, Merkham would just, <laughs> I'll kill you right now. Like, right now, you'll get these bars right now. Yeah, and I love that, and that's just not me. So at the end of the day, like, yeah, bro, I'm, I'm super, my career is not done by any means, but at the end of the day, like, yo, I did what I was supposed to do. So how do you how do you feel, before I talk about um, Indie Amplify, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get your, um, your thoughts on certain, certain artists. Being that um, I remember... Merkham's you had the band and like Merkham's like opened up for you on that show way back then. Yeah. How do you feel to see his progression now? Like how, how how do you feel about his progression now? It's 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 crazy to see everybody's realistically like it's yeah. it's like J-Rob, Merkham's, um the new cats that are coming up. Everybody it's cool to see like I I would have quit to be real. Like if I was Merkham's I probably wouldn't still be doing this shit. Like to, right. to be real like I told myself, if I'm not a millionaire by the time I'm 25, I'm off it. I'm doing something else. And so to see cats really like grind it out for 10 years and now be getting shine is super, super fire to me. Um, and still have that passion and that drive is amazing. That's what's up, man. And um, so for, for the new artists um, that are coming up, you have created 
a mega website, uh, which is absolutely incredible. Uh, please tell the Prosper Fog, how did the idea of this website come about and how did it start and uh, what's cracking with it right now? Yeah, so Indie Amplify is my main focus right now. Um, launched it like a year and a half ago and it's a marketplace for independent musicians, for all musicians really like. So, and not just that. So you can go on Indie Amplify, you can book a feature from all sorts of artists. You can book a feature, you can book a YouTube reaction, you can book a music review, you can book content creators to make TikToks to your song, you can book a videographer, a graphic designer, all this different type of shit. Not only that, you have um, educational resources. So every contract I've ever been offered that cost me thousands of dollars is on that site and you can get a contract bundle for $100 that has 20 contracts, record label deals, management deals, all sorts of deals. Then, yeah, we provide opportunities for artists, too, <clears throat> to get on bigger songs, to get big features, to get all this stuff. So, yeah, if you scroll down a little bit, like, where else could you get a feature from Justina Valentine from Wild and Out or Andy Minio to listen to your song that he has that song, I'm Coming In Hot. Like, where can you get this? Where can you get Adam Ivy, who's a marketing guru, to give you a consulting session? Or Crypt to react to your, to your music, who has 2 million subscribers? Like... That's what this site is for. It's all those platforms I was telling you about that you need to succeed. Now, this is the one-stop shop where you can go do anything on here. This is incredible. You can get you can get beats from this website. Beats, videographers, audio engineering. And then what's cool is on the reverse side, you can make you can make money off of it. Like you can now sign up and sell your services and sell your features in an easy way. And you can't get scammed because we act as a holding company. So somebody pays us, you do the feature, then they pay you. That's what's up. And Merkums is actually um on here. Merkums yeah, Mer is actually on here. Yeah, Merkums is on there. Oh, a thousand dollars. Get you a, a Merkums feature for a thousand dollars up in these streets. So then what's cool too, like if you see if you see that right there, that takes away all the bullshit. How you can click, it's like buying a t-shirt. You want him to post it on his IG story, boom, you click that. You want him to be a main artist on Spotify, boom. You want him to be in the music video, boom. You click those things, you check out, it's like copping a large T. <laughs> copping a nasty pro club. Um, yes, sir. So consulting like this, like um, this is probably um, my favorite part of this website. Um, being able to pick, um, being able to go ahead and pick um, brain, like to pick, pick your brain. What, right. what what comes with the consulting? Um, what comes with the consulting? Like if they say they want to book futuristic, I just want to sit down and, and talk to you for a couple hours. Yeah. So uh, I do one hour sessions and it's it's 250, which is mad cheap. I probably am going to raise my price pretty soon. But it's literally like I tell I tell the artist, like, have your questions planned out. Have give me a couple pieces of content so I can see what you do. Give me all your socials, which you have to just fill those in as you're booking it. So you fill all those things in and then boom, it comes up. We do a Zoom session. And then after the Zoom session is over, I recap it in an email. I also send you my book, The Declaration of Independence. And boom. You get oh, so, you're, so you're an author. You know, it's, it's a little guide, guide, guide manual. <laughs> this thing is selling books, consulting damn you you just get you just run into the bag and you said if you weren't a millionaire um i just want to go ahead and dispel some myths right now you said if you weren't a millionaire by 25 you'll say you quit right that's literally what i told my mom right, right now 25 i'm out 
right now. Are, are you a millionaire? Been a millionaire, big. Oh, fella. talk that shit. <laughs> come on, come on. What are we talking about? Nigga, nigga, this nigga futuristic in his motherfucking bag, and I say that uh respectfully. Um uh, indie amplify. Um if you are if you are a new artist, let's say you a brand new artist out here, you're a young kid. Uh, where would you tell that artist to start, first of all, outside of making good music? Like, where, where would you tell that artist to start? Learn. I would tell you to get, I would tell you to follow the YouTube page. Um, I tell you to follow the YouTube page on Indie Amplify because I do instructional videos every week. And I would tell you to get the all-in-one bundle, which has all those contracts, checklists. Um, it's got 20 contracts, like 10 checklists, my book, a Spotify guide, and a YouTube guide for $100. I would tell you to get that. Like, I'm not even talking to you if you don't do that. Like, if you're not willing to do that, I'm not talking to you. <clears throat> At the end of the day, if you can't invest that in your career and learn that, then it doesn't make sense for me to work with you because and that's the type of mentality that you have to have. You have to learn everything you possibly can about the business to be successful in the business. And it's so weird. Like, music is the only space where niggas think like, think about any other job that you're going to have in your life. You right. got to go to college for three, four years, or you got to learn it on YouTube, or you got to get experience in it, and you got to do all this shit before somebody hires you. Music ain't no different. You got to learn the fucking business so that you can go be successful in the business. Because even if you blow up right now and you don't know the business, you're going to get screwed over. You're going to get, or you're you're going to blow up too quick and not know what to do with it. It happened to me. I got audited my first year on taxes. Damn, nigga, you made $0 last year and you made... 250,000 this year, we need that. Like they went back and audited me for three years before. So that type of shit is going to happen to you if you don't know the business, right? So I would tell artists to, yes, obviously the creativity and all that, but we're in the music business. And if you don't learn the business now or later, it's going to catch up to you. And the more you know, the less you can get screwed over and the more calculated you can move to prosper. <clears throat> um amazing advice free game right there for y'all that's in the prosper fog listening to uh futuristic um the hatrix i definitely uh want to go ahead and be on indie amplify i definitely we definitely got to uh, talk about that how i can get the hatreds on there um where do you feel as far as arizona hip-hop goes where do you feel your legacy is at i mean Cause one time it was I don't, I don't know was it was it 2013 I don't know one year I dr I dropped the list and um I I thought you weren't even paying attention to me because you was already out of here at this point and then I didn't put you um I didn't put you at number one you yeah. instantly messaged me it was like oh I'm not number one I was like oh shit this nigga didn't respond <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, man, I, I see more than what people think. I just don't. I just don't usually comment comment to it or or go too crazy on it. I mean, it really depends on what you're talking about. Like, like as far as like, 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 where do you like? Is it disgusting if somebody don't put you up there as like that top nigga up there with the um? I'm gonna say I'm, all time, all time. If, uh, if I'm not, if I'm not top three, you're weird. <laughs> Top three, you're weird. Yeah, I, I mean, just being real. If I'm not top three, you're weird. Like, it's disgusting. Yes. I mean, but I guess it just depends on how you look at it, right? But as far as somebody creating a lane from scratch, doing, ma making, making good music, 
and then touring the world. Like, I don't know who else has done that and who's profited off the music, who has lived a life off of the music, who's helped as many people as I've helped, mm. who gave back to the city, who's done everything that I've done in the time frame that I've done it. There's not one. There's there's not one other than your, you know, your MC magic or your you know, things of that nature. And I know even that, like I, I see people argue about the list all the time. At the end of the day, the list, the list don't really matter. But at the end of the day, like if you're really being realistic with yourself and you're stacking accolades, if you're stacking accolades you're, and you don't put me in top three, you're weird. Mm, that's real shit. Talk your shit, nigga. <laughs> now, your last project was Don't Want to Be Famous. Um yeah. That was um, there's a record on there where you was talking about how beauty um, can be bought now. Um, like explain to me, because you you dropped a lot of real life gems on that record. Like yeah. uh, what was the inspiration behind that record? What's crazy is I really made that project in like a couple of days. Um, it oh, wasn't, shit. I wasn't I wasn't planning on dropping it. It just was like. It was music that I had. It sounded different. It was. It, it felt like it could be a project, and I'm like, you know what? Like, I just want to put this out. So, yeah. I uh, as far as it's exactly what the title says. It's like, don't want to be famous. Like, I, I don't think people understand. Like, I don't want to be famous, and there's reasons why you should not want to be famous either. And the whole world is based around people trying to blow up on TikTok and this and that. And like, like I said, what is your goal? I ask young kids this all the time because I have cats come up to me that have. 2 million followers, but they're broke. They're super broke. And I'm like, Damn. how are you monetizing this? And what are you doing? And what's the point? What is the point of really being famous? Or are you just addicted to social media and seeing your likes run up and seeing your comments run up? How can you turn that into something? Right? So that project basically was just talking about my experiences on fame, my experiences on life and what's important and what's not. And you don't have to be famous to be a millionaire. And you don't have to be famous to be successful and you don't have to be famous to be cool and be a good person. So that whole album is just like trying to open people's mind that like fame is not what you're actually, you think you're going after fame, but that's not what you're supposed to be going after. You're supposed to be going after longevity and mm. success and love and happiness. And fame does not bring any of those things. hundred percent, hundred percent. cash. The Cash App is open. The Cash App is 100%. open. 100%. Now, I, I can't let you leave here without me asking you some hatred, a hatred question. Um, I don't know if it was in December. I don't, it was a cold night. What made, was, night, huh? <laughs> what made you go ahead and ether sincerely, college? Why, why did you give this man so many bars that, that day? Um, Collins, he had got mad at me because because I, I keep it real. If some nigga gets cooked, I'm just going to say you got cooked and washed. Right. Why? Why did you give him that smoke so severely? Uh, it's the only diss track I've I've ever done, to be honest. Oh, and <laughs> and honestly, bro, like <laughs> it was just crazy to me, right? Like everything I said in the song, that's what was wild about it. Like at the end of the day. Collins was like my guy, right? And mm. he was he was the first person that I ever heard where I was just like, like, especially in the city where I listened to his project and like I was insecure about mine almost. Like oh, wow. 
it was just like, you're really fucking good. You're doing something that I couldn't do. Yes, I can wrap my ass off, but like the way you're putting music together was really dope at that time. So I'm just like, yo, you could really do something. You could really be something. And then so like every plug, every connect that I had, I used for him. And I purposely put him on a show on shows I didn't have to put him on. I purposely <clears throat> like he used my DJ. He used my marketer. He used my videographer. He did all this shit. And then like, why like don't even go there right so that was really why why it like hit me a little bit i'm like yo you're weird like this is weird this was not a smart move and then it's been so long that it's hard to really remember everything that happened with it but it was like we kind of squashed it and then well first of all both those songs i wrote in the same night sincerely and bodied which kind of poked at him a little bit too <laughs> you wrote, I wrote in the same night I wrote in the same night thinking that he was going to respond and then I was just going to drop the other one. Okay. And then, I was, then I was just, no, I wasn't going to drop. I was going to delete all of his videos and then I was going to drop it. Oh, shit. So when he didn't really respond like that, I just liked the song. So I was like, I still got to put this out. This song's hard. Let me just, let me right. just put this out. But nah, man, the thing with Collins actually hurt my feelings because I was just like, I really rocked with you and I really gave you every resource and I really, really, really wanted you to win. Now I don't like, you know what I'm saying? It was just like, now I don't want to use my resources on you because that was stupid of you to do. And now you'll never get a resource from me ever again, period. Mm. So that that's really what it, what it was. And I mean, at this point, like Colin still works with a lot of people that I work with. Like it's dope. He's, he, he seems to be a, obviously a dope dad, a dope, dope person, dope, whatever. So best of luck to him but yeah from from me like once you cross the line with me like i'm all i'm all or nothing i love you and then as soon as you act weird nah bro like i will never speak to you again what, when's I, your birthday what sign are you gemini oh you're a gemini two signs that's it <laughs> so so did, did you did you think that this track made him go into the rapping about aliens because now <laughs> ever since the diss track he's he he started rapping about aliens now Oh, Ever since that diss track, he, he had uh, respectfully he had funny style hair. Just everything changed for Collins after that. Oh man, I don't I don't know enough about it. I don't know enough about it, man. I don't know enough about it. <laughs> oh man, the craziest thing was like I was at Disney World, so I didn't have any service. You're the fucking you're the real issue here. Let's I be real. You're the issue. You damn near made that song more popping than the nerd rap, like. <laughs> I think I got more more comments and more interaction on Facebook from Sincerely than I did from uh, The Greatest, strictly because of you. Oh, man. So, salute, salute to the haters. Strictly <laughs> because of you. But, so I'm at Disney World. I didn't even get any notifications because I got no service at Disney World. I get in the Uber, get back to the spot, like, and I'm like, oh, wow, this is going crazy. This is going super crazy. Yeah, it, it came out of nowhere. Like it, it, like it literally came out of nowhere. Um, it, it was a after that, no nigga wanted to fuck with you lyrically on that level. Um, I appreciate it. Um, I know you can rap, rap. Um, I also want to ask you about the private jet life. How how is it flying on a private jet? How, how is that life? You gotta ask Ryan. Ryan's the private jet king. Ryan Ryan be out here going crazy. He was just uh talking to me. This this is how crazy how crazy Ryan is with the PJ life. And how, how it even started, the first PJ, was sitting courtside at a game, being a fan of the Suns. And then another fan was just like, yo, 
you want to go sit on a private jet to go to the next game in Milwaukee? And Ryan just jumps and, and does it. So you got to ask Ryan. Ryan's the king of the private jet life. God damn. And what's your relationship like with the Suns? Because they, because you, Devin Booker, like what's your relationship like with them? Yeah, I mean, we've just done a lot of work over the years. So it started in in um in the form of the commercial and doing merchandise for them when I had the Sheesh World clothing. So like we had our line in the Suns arena. So it started as that, then the commercial, halftime performances, theme song. Um, and now it's just like we're just mad cool with with everybody, you know. Um with the the all the not I don't want to say we're cool with all the players, but like pretty cool with all the players, pretty cool with all the staff. We print a lot of their merchandise now. They God do damn. events with us. So like, yeah, I mean, we're super tapped in. And it's just really honestly, if you really want to make it in anything, it's just going above and beyond for your friendships and your relationships. And so when the sons asked us to do anything, it was like they expected us to do something, and we always just over delivered it. You mm. know, so everything that we ever do when we're trying to do business is just cool. Let's over deliver. So the next time it just goes even crazier and they want to keep working with us because it's once again, it's the longevity. It's not about grabbing the quick bag and like, oh, yeah, if y'all want me to do the theme song, actually, I'm going to charge this much. It's like, nah, I'm going to give you a theme song. Here's some custom merch I made for y'all. Here's another song. Here's this. Here's this. And let's rock. Oh, yeah, we have a print shop. We can print y'all shit. All the dudes there rock like dope shoes. Cool, like Will A. Shaw with the shoes. My uh, my sister's boyfriend details all their cars. Like, it goes that deep to where it's like, yo, over deliver, and people will always fuck with you. That's what's up, man. Did Did you like Rally the Valley? Did you like that song? Was Was that? Did you like Rally the Valley? Oh, Dan G's joint. Yes, just, Rally the Valley. It, it It suits its purpose. It does exactly what it's supposed to do. <laughs> I'm fucking with you, man. Um, I want to ask you, how was it getting married? How was it like settling down with one queen and finding like, this is my queen right here. Um, I want to give her my last name. That's a, a beautiful thing. My goal is to uh, get married here very soon. I believe in marriage is a beautiful thing. How was that tying it up? Man, I ain't going to lie. I was stressed. I was stressed. stressed out. I was stressed. Uh, it's just something... It's a lifelong commitment. Like, you know, I grew up in a broken home. And so my one of my biggest fears in life was always like coming from a broken home and having that happen again, you know. And so the thought of being with somebody, having a child with somebody and then like it not working out always was like my biggest fear in life. So, yeah, I was stressed. And then when I got married, honestly, I just felt so relieved when you close all those doors mm. and you know that you just got the one person in your corner that's always going to have your back no matter what. And like I put her through the ringer. Like <clears throat> I've known her for 10 years. So I've put her through the ringer. We haven't been together for 10. We've been together for three, but she's seen me in my worst phases. And like, I've been a dog. So now that like, I'm actually with her and we've been able to grow through so many things. And like, I helped her grow up and she helped me grow up. There's nobody else that like, I want to do this shit with. So That's it's true. cool to be able to close every door and just have the security and knowing that I could do whatever. And she's there. That's what's up, man. Um, let's let's say God forget for forbid y'all y'all break up or separate. Um, how quick could could she go to Miami on a girl's trip <laughs> after the breakup? How quick could she go to Miami? It's I mean she she's a beautiful girl, so she could do whatever she wants. But like she's so in her faith with with God, and she's so just she's not that type of person. I say two years. 
<laughs> and uh, she's not going. <laughs> See, real nigga right there. Real nigga. Real nigga right there. Like, that's that's really not even an option. Like it's not it's not an option. The way I was committed to my music is the way that I'm committed to her. Where like it's it's the only option is seeing this through. And like we've really found a way to where even when we just like there's problems and solutions in a relationship, and like there's nothing in between. If there's a problem, let's work on the solution and nothing else. There's nothing else. That's how we are. Like it's just I love you, you love me. We're together. We're gonna be together. We have a son to raise. And here we are. There's no going back. I'm not, I'm can't, can't happen. I won't allow it to happen. And neither will she. That's what's up. J Rob and the Prosper Fox said you and him have beef. I don't know what that's about. Um, have you ever dropped 30 points on J Rob's head before? Have you ever cooked him on a basketball court before? I don't think J Rob's ever been on the court with me. J Rob has witnessed <laughs> me drop 30 points on niggas before, but I don't think he's ever stepped on the court with your boy. Oh, man, I, I definitely got to go over to your compound and uh, play basketball with you and Ryan so I can uh, post y'all niggas up one time, man. Um, my right post game is real in these streets, man. I've, I've seen I've seen the, the little poverty stories on. Uh, I've seen the poverty footwork on your story a couple times. The nasty poverty footwork. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to keep you too long, man. I appreciate you for coming on to my platform and blessing me with this interview. Um, I've always wanted to talk to you, but I always wanted to be at a status where I can talk to you and make it make sense. Um, once again, I'm happy that you are at peace with this music shit. I'm glad that you just making the bag. You, you a millionaire. You've definitely lived the dream. You definitely a inspiration. And I want all artists, make sure y'all go to indieamplify.com. Sign up right now. If you serious about this shit, um, anything else that you got next that you want to go ahead and shout out my brother. Nah, man, that's really it. IndieAmplified.com. Everything you'll ever need as an artist is is on there or will be on there in, in the coming months. Um, you know, and just at the end of the day, I think just us both being from Arizona, I think people need to realize. And one thing I've, I've always tried to say, you know, is I, I don't hate nobody. We on the Hatrix. I don't hate nobody. I never have. <laughs> I've never had ill will towards nobody out here. And every time somebody from here wins, we all win. And I've always loved to see it. I've never been upset when I when you see Young re-sign with French Montana, clap your fucking hands. You know I mean? Like when you see Merkham's on sway, clap your hands. When you see J Rob have that event he just had the other night, clap your hands. Like when you see Ali Tamanique on Netflix, clap your hands. And there's a bunch of artists that live here that are doing things. There's this artist named Six Sick World who has two million monthly listeners. Vinjay, who lives here, Oswin, Chris, all these different artists. Like we should be the next place to go crazy. Like mm. Arizona should be the next place to really blow up. There's a ton of artists from uh, Alexis getting songs with T-Pain and Snow the product. Like we should be the next place. So at the end of the day, just know everybody here got my support. Now that doesn't mean that I'm going to talk to you every day or whatever. <laughs> I got a life to live. But at the end of the day, know that like I, I rock with everybody and I wish the best for everybody. And hopefully the platforms that I'm building help artists get to the next level inside and outside of Arizona. Uh, so yeah, that's it. That's what's up, my brother. Thank you. Thank you for coming on the Hatrix, man. You always have a home here and uh, keep flourishing, my brother. God bless you on 100. Peace, man. Futuristic one time in that job, man. Salute Futuristic one time tonight. That man dropped um, a lot of game. We'll be right back uh, with Black Media so we can go ahead and discuss. 
uh, what Futuristic was talking about today. He dropped a lot of game. Hopefully, you niggas had your ears open um, and you was uh, paying uh, paying attention. Um, we about to go into Young Buki right now. Um, what did I What did I do wrong? Um, again, Young Buki is only seventeen years old. Seventeen years old. Uh, Young Buki's making a lot of noise in the streets. Uh, we will be um, right back. Let's get into that. Um, Young Buki, what did I did wrong? Let's go. I'm just a person. Do you see me? Not what I'm showing, but what I'm hiding in the backseat. It's crazy that I grew up like an athlete. I ain't never had the money for the team, but had speed. That shit ain't never helped me when my ass beat. Crack with a lotion bottle, I guess a nigga ashy. Went up in the room, but they was chunking if you asked me while I was in the living room watching whatever pop day. As I leave, I want a high speed. He don't want to see me in that pain if God got me. With all the pressure on my name, I ain't a black piece. But if it's up, just make it quick, whoever pop me. Going through the motions, you done put me deeper. I don't even know if what I'm feeling be okay with preaching. But as I'm fucking to the Lord, he going bless the evening just for me to hear that I was fucked up and off for leaving. I understand that ain't the man the one my mama needed. But I'd be damned to be feeling this way without a reason. I played it out and show respect even when none was given. Maybe I was always the wrong price what from did the I beginning. Do wrong? Am I the one who's It took a minute to relate it. Now tell me how much time it takes to help your heart when it's in pieces. Slow creeping. They're trying to get you off this reaping. I never wanted to feel this way. I couldn't believe it. It hurt my body and my soul. Broke my heart and shook my mind. But I gotta fake the facts. Can't get stuck up on no line. When the shit done put me down, I put in work that overtime. And I'm shutting niggas down like don't be playing on my line. No. I've been thinking about my life, G. Really asking if I wronged the nigga who gon' write me. Did I lay my bed while I fulfilled this little pipe dream? I should ask the Lord forever. He the what one that got me. Am I the one who's fucked on? I play my songs and I hear the words out of song. It ain't for you, really show me I'm gone. I don't feel for him no more. It hurts to say you oversold. What did I do wrong? Am I the one who's fucked on? I play my songs. The cash app is open. Yes, yes, yes. What's new, man? It's your boy, Two Tone Superstar. Please say the superstar on you now. Plug into the Hatrix. Uh, phone lines um, are open. Hold on. Yeah, phone line is open 480 600 9115. Uh, we just got done talking to Futuristic. Uh, salute to the Prosper Fog in there. Prosper Fog uh, was on their best behavior today. <laughs> Prosper Fog was in there cooling, soaking up game. 
Uh, Joseph Priest, who says, great interview to Hatrix, uh, 100%. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, DJ, uh, we got Radio Jewels in the building. What's going on with you? J-Rob, the Chiefs in the building. My man, Ryan Golden. Uh, that was a lot of game um, that Futuristic went ahead and dropped um, for all you niggas and all you rappers out there. Now, I don't want to hear shit no more about the hate from Futuristic. He kept it 100% real. 100%. He said, why am I going to... He said, I don't, I don't listen to hood music. That's not where he's from. You want a nigga to front? Being a hood, being a, a street nigga and a hood nigga is all about keeping it real, right? I relate to a lot of that. I wasn't no gang bang or nothing like that. But the real, the, the, the real street niggas, the OGs, they fuck with tone heavy because I'm myself. <laughs> I act myself. I'm myself. I'm not trying to be out there trying to be Mr. Tough Guy and do all that. And I remember there was a time with, with the OG street niggas when you seen when you seen a nigga play basketball and he had a, he had a chance of making it out the motherfucking hood. Uh, the OGs of street niggas would be like, no, nah, nigga, get your ass up off the corner. I think we lost that somewhere along the way where the OGs would tell the nigga that you wanted to make it out the hood to do something dope. I think we lost our way. Now it comes into a fact where a lot of niggas is glorifying that shit. Young Dolph got killed in his hood, my nigga. Young Dolph wasn't supposed to go back there. Rest in peace, Young Dolph. Rest in peace, Slim 400. I believe Slim 400 got killed in this neighborhood. I could be wrong. You can educate me. The goal is always to make it out of that environment, but to never forget that environment. And for niggas to go ahead and say futuristic ain't this and that, futuristic's being himself. The man been selling music since five years old. The man has been a natural born hustler. What Jay-Z say, nigga, respect the hustle. That should be it. <laughs> respect the hustle. That should be it. All these, all these years, niggas in head. Niggas that had all kind of lies about Futuristic. He been signed to a label. He an industry plant. I'm glad this man got on this platform and y'all got to hear this man speak for himself. He's just a natural born hustler. He said he enjoys the business aspect of it um, as opposed to the, uh, the music aspect. I can't be mad at that. You can't be mad at that. As somebody who's, like he said, He's been a multi-millionaire. I think he said before the age of 25, he's been a millionaire. He's in the help niggas, niggas and stole from him. Had to replace niggas, fire niggas. <laughs> right. Oh, uh, DJ I's in the building. Court DJ I. <laughs> now, DJ I, you saw the uh, the futuristic interview. Uh, what 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 did you think? Did you did you do you have a newfound respect for futuristic? What was what's your overall thoughts? I, well, first, big ups to you, my nigga. That was oh, that was a that was a great interview. Like your questions was on point. 
everything that y'all was talking about was just on point that that just shows right here why you the best podcast in Arizona. Stop playing. Thank you. I wanted to prep. I was like, let me prep. And I was like, nah, real niggas don't prep for shit. I'm going to just go ahead and just try to have a conversation with this nigga the, the way we do. But uh, definitely, right. thank you. Thank you. No, yeah, that was a good interview. But yeah, like, I definitely have a new outlook on Futuristic for sure. Um, the way that he said, like, how he grew up and why he's such a hustler, like, that just, that just, like, that explains his whole of everything that he's doing, especially with the indie Amplify. Like, I don't know. Everything just got put into perspective with that whole interview. Like, like just like how he said when he put on shows, like, he did this. He went to the different places, said that, let me open up for y'all promo. Let me get on here. Like, like he was really out, like, he was really out there in the streets, nigga, out there hustling, making sure that he's getting put on. He was really out in the field getting his music out there. That's what niggas don't do these days. They think they too good to go out there and do something. They think they too good to, to reach out to somebody else, ask them to get put on the show and things like that. Like, Niggas got to understand, like, if you don't go hard for your own music, nigga, nobody else is going to go hard for, for anything for your for you and, uh, unless it's you. You can have everybody else in the world say your music is great, but you're the only person that's going to go hard for your music. So if you're not really out there, you're just looking for other people to just do stuff for you. It ain't never going to it ain't never going to happen. And that's what he was saying on here. That's what I took out of it. Like, nigga, he went hard for what he wanted. He executed. He was smart. He built he made a plan and he executed that shit like. Like that nigga smart as hell. And I remember when he started in the Amplify, like when he started in the Amplify, that was like, I don't even know when, maybe like two, three years ago. I think he just started with like a few artists on the, on the, on his website, just doing features or something like that. And I remember I looked because J-Rod was on there and I was looking at all the different people and how much they features was. Now you look at the website, it's grown way more. He has way more things on that, on that website. Like he he's building. He he doesn't like just start and stop. He continues to go whatever he's trying to do. Like that shit's fire. Like I I, lo I love what he's doing. Like yeah, I got mad respect for him. That's what's up, man. Like I'm glad that we got to talk to him because to hear it because like for years it's crazy. Like on this side, which on this side is like. Future Rich is kind of like was like a myth, you know what I'm saying? You just you seen his moves, but you never heard from him. So for him to say since five years old, like this shit, that shit wasn't on accident. <laughs> this nigga's been finding out ways how to get money. Right. You have to respect it. If you were street nigga and street niggas do whatever they do, you ain't gonna speak on that. But that nigga is a hustler with music. Yeah. A hustler, the way he broke down, okay, I'm going to get this feature from this guy. I'm going to do this. So I'm going to take 100 fans from this side. 100 fans. This nigga said he had spreadsheets, nigga. How many niggas got a spreadsheet? I don't even know how to use Excel. And when I'm in a job interview, I say, nigga, I don't know how to use that shit, nigga. What the fuck? You better lie to them niggas. <laughs> That's the Excel spreadsheet network. Uh, you heard the interview. What what what's your thoughts on it, man? Being a street nigga, uh, that, that nigga's a fucking genius. Mm. Said he a millionaire. I ain't got it. Hey, that that speaks for itself. And he did that by sleeping from sleeping in the van at his fan's house. Mm. Nigga can't get no you can't get no smarter than that. That nigga a game. Salute to that dude. That's what's up, man. Also, this is like this one point too. When he was talking about the tour, 
And when he was saying how, you know, you got to be mentally there, like you can, you be, you can become an addict. He was saying like things like that, like that shit is so true. Like, like you yeah. got to know what yeah. you want out of this. Like that was, that was the whole point of the, of the interview in my opinion. Like, what do you like for other artists to get? Like, what do you want to get out of what you're doing right now? Cause a lot of niggas I'm pretty sure don't know what they want. They probably do want to be famous or, but like, nigga, what do y'all really want to get? Do y'all want to make money off this shit? Do you want to just be famous and have a lot of people talk about you? Like, what do you want? And I think that's what artists should take and like take in out of this interview is like, they need to figure out like, what do they want to get out of this? And then go from there and start making goals towards reaching that. Because once you start doing that, then that's going to put everything in perspective for you. And then and also niggas better go to mental health classes. Cause obviously that shit ain't easy. Class because you crazy or because you may go crazy, but just to make sure that you're always, you feel me? Like you have a good mind, you're in good spirits and things like that. But that, that interview was dope as fuck. Like I'm about to go back and watch that shit again. Like, on oh God, that was a great yeah. interview. Okay, yeah. I'm going to watch it later. I'm going to watch it later. I got to do an interview after this, but I got to, you know, but that's a dope interview. Tone, tone, interview skills is up. That nigga was serious. He didn't smoke the yam yams neither. I was like, damn, should I hit this shit? Like, no, let me get this shit serious. Because that shit would have been reckless. It would have been a whole uh, interview about yams. It would have been purely about different tour yams. But, um, yeah, man, futuristic, like, like that, like, I wanted I wanted mainly street niggas to listen to that because the only thing street niggas is missing is the business aspect of it. The yeah. business aspect of it. You don't understand when you a street nigga, you come with a fan base just off if you a crip, just off if you a blood. Automatic. So you automatically halfway, not halfway, but you you there in a sense. Right. Like a, a nigga like um, let's say somebody like J Rod the Chief, great. Great artist, my personal, my personal favorite, my personal goat. J Rob didn't come with a fan base. <laughs> he had to grow that from the just just like futuristic didn't come with the fan base. They he had to grow that shit from the bottom. Um yeah, who the hell called him it? Hey well, um, let me on now. Hold on. Somebody calling the hatreds phone? Like this video right here. Like this shit wasn't overnight. This shit right here. Hold up. That shit's not overnight. Remember last year? Yeah, at the uh, upstairs at the Monarch. Yeah, it wasn't like that. Not even at the bottom. Upstairs. It wasn't like that. It's growth. You elevate. You got to continue to elevate. You got to continue to hustle and push harder and, and associate with the right people at that. And you got to elevate. Sometimes you got to lose your manager and get a new manager. Ain't nothing wrong with that. And the manager's still going to be there. Yeah, he said he went through all type of people. And you have to because some people get to the point where they can't continue to grow. They can't continue to push you or take you to a certain place. So you got to, you know what I'm saying? You got to change it up and get somewhere else. That that doesn't mean that you got to like stop talking to that person. 
But right. you feel me? Sometimes you just gotta elevate and go to another person because they're gonna take you somewhere that the other person did it. That person took you as far as they can go. Now it's time to keep going. But and I think that's what J Rob does. J Rob elevates. Um, he's changed managers. I think J Rob's changed managers a few times too. And I don't think it's never no bad blood. It's just now it's time to elevate a little bit more. I, I done got here. Now it's time to get there. It's and, the same with artists and engineers. You have yeah. to challenge your 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 producers and engineers sometimes to get to get to that point. That right. engineer may not may not be the one for you. May not give you the hit. Right. That's true, man. Salute, uh, salute, Conrad in the Cash App. The Cash App. The the Cash. The the Cash App is open. Salute my man Conrad in the cash app tonight. Um, street niggas, you come with a fan base. Oh, yeah, back to that. <laughs> Let's get our business in order. And I'm, I'm and I'm talking about this, this. Not all street niggas can rap, but let's be clear. A lot of, a lot of y'all's trash, and I say that respectfully. I'm talking to the niggas that, that, that have talent, that can rap, that know how to pick beats. Let's get our business in order. When I started the podcast, Waka Flocka said you can't be a street nigga and a rapper at the same time. I 100% agree. You can't be an NBA nigga. You got one foot in the street. You have to make a choice. And the niggas around you should want you to win. Mm-hmm. They should want you to win. They should not want to be all on stage with you. They should not all want to come into the show free. Think about that for a moment. Think about that. Just for just think about that for one moment. You got 30 niggas on stage and they all got in for free. Mm. Do you think futuristic is letting that happen, nigga? That's paying customers. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Nigga, that is paying customers. Man, if I was y'all niggas, I would go ahead and buy me a consultation with Futuristic and ask him what, what do I need to do to take my shit to the career? If if you cause a lot of a lot of niggas they got all this shit figured out. You can't tell certain niggas shit. They don't listen. They got it all figured out. Even if you're not a street nigga, even even if you just a regular a regular artist yep. think about that shit man but first think about what you want to do with this music first before you pay that 250 dollars. think about where you want to go with this music and then go get the constellation so then maybe he can help you get on the right track make sure your shit is in order because you don't want to waste time on that 250 dollars. you want to know what you want to go <laughs> and get out of it you feel me don't go in there. Don't go in there and pay the 250 just to go have a nigga. Make sure you got your questions ready, what you want to do, where you should go, all that shit. Get your shit in order before you go reach out to that man. That's all I'm saying. Don't just be reaching out just because niggas be out here doing the most. That's true. What what did you um what did you feel about how he said um the glitz and glamour? Um like network, um, you you are doing um business and a couple other people doing business with Betty. Um, with the 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 free tour shit, uh, how do you think? What do you think about what he said as far as the uh, the mental health aspect of like going on tour and 
drinking every night and shit like that. What, what was your thoughts on that? I've been I've been on tour and that, and he real. He for he's serious about that. That shit is real. That shit can become a problem. You see people go. They might get get money off these tours, but they go broke because shit. They they fucked up. Nigga, they've been drinking and smoking weed all day. Can't wake up. They tired. Body tired. Nigga, we slept for damn near a week when we came back on tour. That shit real, bro. I respect that shit. Being that way, I know a lot of rappers that don't drink or smoke because of them tours. Mm. Shaka Zulu, uh, Shaka Zulu, and the Prosper Fox said that shit really not hard. You just got to get in contact with the right people. See, that's the shit I'm talking about right there. <laughs> How can niggas say this shit's not that hard? Nick, come, we had to stop this shit. We had to stop. It's not that hard. And if it's nigga, somebody got to do it, where's the other millionaire at? <laughs> Where are they at? Where's the other thousand at? Where, where is it at? It has to be hard. That nigga said he got a van and was sleeping in fans' house. Nigga, anything could have happened to that man doing that shit with them fans and shit. Anything. I don't think he's talking about the tour. What's he talking about? I don't he's know. He's in these two different crowds. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I snapped. He's no, it? talking about making the money, like he did. like he said, not that hard just to do it. Two different, two different worlds, though. No, that, that it is hard. Everybody would do it. <laughs> What's going on? Everybody can do it. Everybody can't get a motherfucking ring light and start potted and have that shit be captivated. We know how y'all like to do y'all y'all um y'all niggas is slaves to the numbers. You know how y'all do y'all see y'all see a nigga with a, a bottle of cristal on a table and, and and you see a nigga just hit the like button. You can hit the like. And then you think, oh, let me go pay uh, X amount of dollars to go ahead and get on this platform. You and niggas just about your music. Yeah, slaves <laughs> to the numbers. Slaves. <laughs> you hear me? Slaves to the numbers. I'm yeah, I'm I'm C O E Yante. You know what C O E Yante said? C O E Yante said, nigga. If there's two people in the crowd, or if it's a thousand people in the crowd, nigga, I'm doing the same backflips. I'm giving the same type of energy. He's not slaves to that. I'm not slave to the numbers. Whether the shit got a hundred views, two hundred views, a million views, I'm still going to do my thing. I'm still going to pod, just like Certified Savage and KJ. They is still going to pod and play this Arizona motherfucking music. Period. Pooh. Period. Cause you know what you know what ends up happening, uh, DJ I is like, uh, let's say a, a motherfucker hit, hit a lick, um, a, a, a nigga, um, a nigga hit a lick and he like, damn, nigga, I got ten thousand views on this shit. So his thinking next time is, what else do I have to do to get ten thousand views? Instead of thinking, let me continue just to do me. Now they slave to the fucking numbers. 
Yeah. Don't be slaves to the fucking numbers. Continue, continue to do you and continue to work. Nigga, you know another thing that he said on there that I, that we always be talking about is when he said niggas just be putting their music on um on Facebook and shit. They don't have no like there's no goals behind you putting your music on there. You just put it on there and just let it go. Like what are we doing here? We say that I mean trying to be tell niggas so don't just put your music on Facebook and expect some shit to happen, my nigga. Right. And then I always tell niggas stop. Y'all niggas come on this platform with fucking pop, with fucking pop and fucking punk music, nigga. Y'all know we like hip hop. Why the <laughs> fuck is y'all niggas giving us punk music? Take your songs and your music to the people or the platforms that's for your specific song. If your song is not for us, why are you bringing it to us? Go find the platform that's for your music so that you can fucking put it out there to the people that's for your music. There's a there's fucking platforms for everybody's music. Our music, we like hip hop and R and B and shit. Like nigga, don't bring us no fucking punk rock. We're gonna say that shit is trash because we don't like that shit. And then you're gonna get mad. Like you guys gotta find the platforms that's for y'all music. Y'all gotta market to the people that's for your music. That's what y'all niggas is not doing. Like he said, you're putting it on Facebook to the same people that you fucking talk to every day. When are you gonna <laughs> make it go to the music? When are you gonna take it to the market of people that don't know you? That's why you have to reach out to media, not just us. Y'all got to reach out to all different types of media and get y'all shit done. And you got to pay money. Hello? Y'all niggas don't understand that. It costs money to market your music. You have to have money. You have to take it to the different people, the DJs, the other medias, the other podcasts, the radio shows, and go take it out there. You can't just fucking put your music on fucking Facebook and think that, oh, you're about to get famous. Nigga, we are, they, all these people that's your, that's following you, that's your friend, they already seen that shit. They already seen it. Other people need to see your shit. Other people. So you have to take your music and give it to other people, other DJs, other platforms. Y'all niggas don't be understanding that shit. That was something key that y'all niggas need to be taking away as well. Y'all niggas better go back to this interview with Tone and fucking Futuristic and take notes. Get your fucking pad and a pen, nigga. And take notes. He gave nothing but gems the whole fucking interview. There's plenty of gems that y'all niggas could take. Get it together and take notes. Period. Yeah, man. He uh futuristic definitely went ahead and um he definitely went ahead and um dropped some game in that motherfucking um interview. Um and I'll go ahead and um say that uh respectfully. Um I just liked I I, I love the way that he talked about um the uh just just that he went ahead in regards to the street niggas and how he gave such a simple answer that it was he's like I'm not from there. Oh shit! Somebody's call, somebody's calling a Prosper Fog phone. Hold on. <laughs> two tone the superstar. You now live on the Hatrix with uh, two tone and uh, core DJ. Ah, who is this? Hey, what up, man? Uh, this is Christian Elliott. I go by Lost Boy X. I've spoken to you on the internet before, and uh. I just wanted to let you guys know, I, I, first of all, I listen, I've been listening, I fuck with what you're doing, but uh, I wanted to say to all the rappers in Arizona, like, man, I'm out on the streets every day selling CDs and shit and merch, and I'm telling you, if you want to make money, like, because the platforms ain't paying shit, bro, unless you're making them fucking buku streams, bro. Mm. So, like, get, so, get so out there on... Niggas still buying CDs? They still got CD players? Man. Man, I'm, let me put it this way, man, like, if it, it's my only job, and it supports me very, very comfortably. <laughs> Mm. And I, I, I want to say that because it's untapped gold, man. And I know a lot of artists. I know a lot of really talented artists that are having financial struggles right now. And I just want to let them know, man, that there's fucking gold out there on the streets if you put your product out there. 
That's that's real. And um, I think Arizona um is might be the only. I don't know. I haven't been to every state, but like when I went to a Jay Z concert um a couple years ago in L.A. at and in Inglewood, nigga. Yeah, I could not take ten steps without somebody approaching me with some kind of music t-shirt no, sure. hat. The hustle is like is no and. That- is Arizona entitled? Shit, is Arizona entitled? Like, what's yes, they are. No, no man. I, what I've learned is they're very like cause nobody fucking does it out here. So like, that's the thing is if if we got a movement of people doing it, man, like they'd be surprised because everyone's always shocked to see me out there doing it. But it's it's kind of that they love that they love the idea. People that aren't artists love the idea of like supporting the artist personally, man. They love that shit. It's a real hustle, man. And I just want to like people could really you know you can you could really do something for yourself out here, you know. So. I just want to, and I agree with everything homegirl's saying as well, man. Like these people aren't doing shit to push their shit. They ain't putting any money into it. They're not, and they're wondering why it ain't going nowhere. I just want, I fuck with what you're doing for the scene, man. Much love, bro. And I just wanted to put that out there real quick. Thank you, my brother. Appreciate you for calling the Hatrix, man. Salute to you, 100, man. Much love, brother. Y'all have a good day. Yeah, man, that's real. Remember, the phone line is open 480-600-9115. Uh, the phone lines um, are open on the Hatrix phone um, right now. What was you about to say, huh? Uh, when I was in uh, New York, I had went to the mall. And you guys know how, like, at Arizona Mills and, like, they have, like, the little carts and shit. Right. Like, people doing their little businesses. There was a, a artist that had a cart there. She had all her merch. <laughs> She had CDs, nigga. She was doing that selling shell all day at the mall from the time it opened to the time it closed. I went there two days in a row. She had her cart there both times. Her cart. Like, she, you know, they open it up. They put it down when the mall closed and shit. All her merch, her CDs. I think she had a little company for it or whatever. But that, to me, that's hustling. Like, that's hustling. That's how mm. you get to see. When you walk by, you, she start talk, you start talking to her. She's like, oh, can you follow me on IG? Here's my company name. Da-da-da-da-da. If you say one word to her, you're following her on Instagram. Just imagine how many people a day she's getting organic followers just to follow her on Instagram. I follow her, then I forgot that I don't follow her, uh, and I never even went back to the Instagram. So she on my she on my Instagram, but I don't know where she at. I don't forgot her, but I'm just saying like that shit is like that's real hustling out there. Like you really outside with it, trying to get your music pushed. Like that's what niggas niggas don't have that same. That same, I don't know, something out. They don't got that same hustle out here in Arizona. These niggas don't really got a hustle out here in Arizona. They just claim they making money. They really not. Niggas, they ain't really doing nothing with the music. Like, niggas is out here doing shit for hobbies. Like, y'all niggas got to get down down and grimy, nigga. Y'all got to be able to invest. You are a brand. You must. You need to invest in yourself as a brand. You need to treat yourself as a brand. Get your shit out there and get it together, nigga. You are, you are, you are the product. Since you are the product, you have to invest in yourself. McDonald's invest in themselves. You know how much money they got to pay for commercials on TV? You think the niggas get everything for free? No. Like, y'all niggas got to get it together. Niggas got to, de- niggas definitely got to um, go ahead and um, get that shit together. I did um, not say I forgot to unfollow her. I said I forgot to go back and go look at her stuff. <laughs> I'm weak as hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Like, um, even, even with podcasting, um, Yes. That's that's an aspect that I have l- lacked, which is hitting the streets and uh, me listening and interviewing futuristic. Uh, I know I know a, a different approach that I have to take with podcasts as far as promoting the podcast and shit like that. Um, and you artists, like I know once the internet came around, niggas got lazy and shit like that. But 
you still got to hit the streets because most people, they're not in your network. They're not in your network. So get out there. You might need to go ahead and press up 2,000 flyers and shit like that. And um, even, even with the chicken business, like, I've won a network with this chicken business. Like, go to Lolo's and say, can I cook chicken here one day a week? You know what I'm saying? And it will be a specialty thing. You know what I'm saying? Or... Uh, I believe he, I believe he had, uh, hold on. You're now live on the Hatrix with two-tone of superstar and core DJ. Who is this? Peter Roy, white boy Roy. White boy Roy in the building. What it do? White boy Roy in the building. How you, how you doing today, sir? Did you, did you watch the futuristic interview? You got any thoughts? I did. That guy's a legend. His hustle is unreal. You know, uh, and uh, let's touch base with uh, DJ. Ah, a lot of these cats, you're absolutely right. They have products, but they don't have the hustle to put it out. Mm. You know, the hand-to-hand is the best benefit that you can have because people are going to see you, touch you, and see that you're real. A lot of these cats, and I think it has to stem from everybody getting a studio. Anybody could have a studio these days. Mm. But your product is your hustle. And people don't want to go put in that leg and get their hands dirty. Mm. That's true. hundred percent. And you, you come from an era uh when you when you were like active out here, you still active, you you put out new music right now. You you were very successful independently as well. Like you had real people come to your shows, you had real fans. Uh, what were some tips that you, that you were doing uh, back in the day that can translate to now? So when I got signed, I was in the streets. And, well, first and foremost, shout out to Zoo, Zoo Hef, because Zoo Hef was out there by ASU every day playing his CD. Mm. And he put me on game. So I would print up my own flyers, take every show, put some little things on the cars. People got irritated. But they would. I had my own website, started my own entertainment company, started my own record company, and it was doing everything like that. But when I got signed... They signed me as an entertainment company, a label. So when, when I was going through with Hocus Pocus Records with Mike Gotti, shout out to Mike Gotti, Trouble and everybody. The main reason that I even got signed was doing those freestyle battles at Marley's, mm. doing, you know, with Volume 10, um, just in the streets constantly, and they got my name known. And then I'd have people, I had a team with me, we made our own, like, picket signs that said my name on it and my website. So people have to touch base with me when they see me. You know, you come around every day, people are going to start being like, who the fuck is this guy? Right. Like, All right, let me let me tap in for a second. And this even goes back to even on tour, because I was on tour with Westside Connection, Bone Thugs and Harmony. That party life, you know what I mean? Um, what he touched base on. Right. I, I was in Albuquerque when Nocturnal got kicked off the tour because he was so faded. He spray painted the inside of the hotel room. God damn, nigga was faded and motherfucker. Faded. Trash. Salute Nocturnal. He got a classic album, by the way. Yeah, real one. Real one. <laughs> Nocturnal. Yeah, real one. Did Dr. Dre produce that album? I think Dr. Dre produced that, was, that album. Yeah, it was right after um, that Yeah, that album came out. Man, people don't even yeah. know Nocturnal got an album full of fucking Dre beats on that motherfucker. It's crazy, right? But yeah, so you know, everything is about, you know, showing face and the hand to hand. I was on vacation for a long time. So I'm back. 
the white boy Roy album's coming out. Y- y'all about to see me. I'm about to uh, shake hands and kiss babies again. You know what I mean? <laughs> one of my Man Up Squad members. You already know what it is. That's what's up. I love man. the podcast, y'all. Thank you. And um, you, you still in shape, too. Like, you're rhyming. Like, you haven't fit. Lyrically, you have not fell off one bit. Um, and and a lot of rappers from my era, they can't transcend to this new style of production. And you just write in pocket. Uh, keep cooking, man. Keep cooking. I appreciate you, Tom. Love I, the podcast, y'all. I thank you 100, man. One. Salute, uh, white boy Roy in the building. Uh, yeah, man. Um, like futuristic, he said. Um, he was going on the road and had nowhere to stay. He was just asking, "Where can I stay at your house?" And the fans is letting the nigga stay in the crib. That shows me, like, futuristic. He he thought about the art. He cares about the art, but he's always thinking business wise. Always thinking business, and he's and he said he had a team. One of his homeboys was doing the marketing, another homeboy was doing the videos. And he said some of them niggas didn't even want to come to some of them niggas didn't want to come to the show. How many, how many of y'all got niggas that want to see you win like that? Ask yourself that. How many niggas in your circle? want to see you win like that that'll take a back seat and do shit like that because to me when when you have mad niggas on stage and we don't know who the star is i don't think them niggas want to see you win i just think they want to be up there with you they do they do they, they want to be up there they want to be able to say they was on stage like i think mercedes had a comment earlier um I think she had a comment earlier in the uh, when you was interviewing Futuristic, how she was saying like, I think that she said she told Richie like, you know, saying like the niggas just want to be on stage. They need to be out in the crowd. They so happy to be on stage and say your music and uh, talk about your music, but they need to be in the crowd, getting the crowd pumped up too, let people know like, yeah, we really fuck with them. Like niggas, you can't be having fifty million people on stage with you for what? Tell them niggas to get in the crowd. Right. Like, like what's the what? Are, what are y'all niggas on the stage for? Get y'all asses in the crowd and really show me that y'all really here. Like, what are y'all doing right now? Niggas want to be too cool. Too cool for school. And like, I've worked with Mercedes for years with Urban AZ, continue to work with it now and um, been backstage and and shit like that. And we've had openers at, at the shows and shit like that. And too many times you would just see random niggas backstage, like with the opening artist, just happy to be there. Instead of one of them, like, I'm about to touch this stage and open up for a legend, whether it be an R&B legend or a hip-hop legend. Right. Hold on. Some Okay. That's, uh, that's Mercedes right there. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Mercedes, I'm going to call you right back on the Hatrix phone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call you on the Hatrix phone. Answer, answer the phone. Is is, is oh, eight sorry, on the line. <laughs> I'm hit you right with that. I'm about to hit Mercedes right now. Uh, she can explain it better than me. Uh, hold on, let me call her real quick on on the Hatrix line. Rappers don't uh, take a lot of shit serious. That's the problem. Is it just happy to be there? These niggas is just happy. Oh. And they want everything. I don't know. I think it may be just these Arizona rappers. That's mainly who I'll be dealing with. These niggas don't want to pay for shit. They think everything should be free. Like you said, tell them niggas hit the line. They don't even say, can you pay this? Nigga, damn. Yeah. 
I'm here, nigga. Damn, can you give me a? Can you give me something? Can yeah. you, you give me a dollar? Not really. Don't really give me a dollar, but damn, can you give me something, nigga? I got kids. I mean, you want me to take time away, but you can't even put that, nigga. Can can we? Can we? Hello, balance it out, nigga. Facts, like niggas, like like we be on we be on this podcast grinding the microphone, pause. Um, you be on certified savage, you and KJ grinding, like. What's wrong? What's wrong with a little donation, man? Like I said, I thank everybody who ever donates this podcast. DJ, I thanks who you donate. Oh shit! Hold on. Let me get it right. Nigga, you Hold better on. get Mercedes on this phone for she fire your ass. Hey, is this Mercedes? It is. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Oh my bad. Yeah. So hey. yeah. Yeah, I, I was just talking to the Mercedes about all the shows I, I've done for you and Derek and the shows um, right now with Zoe. And it's just niggas to be backstage. And before, like when I first started doing a show, when I first when y'all had me do my first like concert up there and host a concert, um, mm-hmm. I didn't get it. Like everybody would be like, oh, Mercedes is mean. She's mean and stuff like that. I, I didn't get it until I would talk to you and Derek after the show and Derek would just drop so much game. You would drop so much game. Be like, yeah, why, why all the fuck these niggas need to be back here for? And I was like, damn, that do make sense. Uh, talk, talk to these niggas, man, about niggas in their crews who don't really support these niggas like that. Yeah. So, um, that's, that's one of the things that I've had to talk to, uh, juice about because, mm. you know, a lot of people like to, to come and, and, and ride the waves, but how many of them niggas is really going to row the boat? And like I've said to him, you know, you have people who want to be around and I'm just using him as an example because I literally just had to have this conversation with him when we did that thing for justice at, um, over there in Mesa. I can't remember the name of it, but you know, people want to be on stage because they want to be seen and, you know, you got niggas jumping around harder than you are and they sing it. Yo, yep, they yelling your lyrics all over your back. You know, people can't even hear your voice because your people are are making more noise than you are. Mm. And and I and I've told this to people a million times. I need to know who the star is. Mm. If I can't determine who's the star in this group, if I can't determine who's the actual artist then I'm not even going to waste my time looking. Right. When I tell people, if you're going to come and you have 10 people that want to ride with you and blah, 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 this, that, and the other, okay, have one or two of them on stage kind of as a hype man or hype woman, whatever you want to do, but put them other eight or nine, 10 niggas in the crowd so that they can hype everybody that's around them. You know, and then somebody's looking, they like, God damn, she's feeling it. Then it might be something. Exactly. Or, you know what I mean? Or him over here, you know, oh shit, she wilding out behind this dude. Maybe I need to really be paying attention. Nobody thinks about that because nobody wants to do the work. And I've been saying this since I've been doing shows out here in Arizona. I've said it, I've said it, I've said it. And I don't give a fuck. People can say I'm mean or whatever, but I've not been doing this this long and paying attention to what the greats have been doing for this long. And not know what I'm fucking talking about. Facts. You know what I'm saying? And, and it makes me mad. And, and you know, and, and I sit here and I just put this shit in the comments just right now. Did you ever want to hear Futuristic say, 
I'm not my own. I'm not going to promote my own show. I'm not going to pay for this. I'm not going to post that. I'm not going to do any of this. Fuck no. You want to know why? Because at the end of the day, you're your first investor. You are your first investor. Mm. You are your first promoter. Okay. I'm doing my second show back home. Right. And I asked one of the guys who I know that's really popular in Kansas city. He's so fucking popular. They literally call him the mayor of Kansas city. Uh Right. So I hit him and I said, Hey, you know, I'm trying to come back home, do shows. I want to utilize a lot of the important people that I know in, in Kansas city. And I would love for you to host the show. And I just want to ask you a question. Do you have a problem with posting your flyer, you know, posting the flyer for the show? And he was like, Mercedes, that's, that's part of it. Why wouldn't I want people to know that I'm a part of it? Mm. Do you know how many times I've had people say we put them on a show and I send them the flyer and they're like, oh man, you know, I got to post that nigga. Are you on the show? <laughs> what? Niggas ain't want to post a flyer. Let me they find don't out. even want to post their fucking flyer. And I've had people say, do you see Drake post his flyer? Do you see such and such a post his flyer? Let me tell you something. I don't give a fuck about what Drake is doing. I can tell you about people that I know that I've seen on the Forbes list for the past 10 fucking years. My brother, Tech 9 will post a fuck. If you go down his timeline, you don't see nothing but him talking about his show. Mm. If you go to anybody from TDE's timeline on Instagram, Twitter, whatever the fuck, they are doing nothing but posting their shows and their content. These motherfuckers are all still hustling like they're broke. And I don't understand where the fuck any of these people get this attitude about, I don't have to post this. I shouldn't have to pay to get on a show. Exposure means nothing. Let me tell you something. I seen Von Willis in the comments. You ask Von Willis how many fucking opportunities he got from touching my stage and, and not having, I never charge him for nothing, but that ain't even a point. You ask him how many opportunities he's gotten simply from the exposure of being a part of an interview uh, of an event that motherfucker was opening up for frankie beverly and them its essence <clears throat> so don't talk to me about what exposure can't do that's true i'm so tired of hearing that people with their shit oh i'm not paying to get on the show let me tell you something i took somebody and put them on a show in chicago that motherfucker went on a world tour after that mm. Mm. people don't understand if you're not willing to be your first investor why should i invest in you why (laughs) if you're not willing to promote your own shit why would i be willing to promote you facts 100 percent. and that's what these people don't understand and i'm so tired that's one of the reasons why i don't do these podcasts and all this shit because then i start talking and it makes people mad but at the end of the day sometimes you need people to say this to you no, they need. You they, need they people need to, to say it. this to you. They need. They need to. They need to hear this because you, you like you behind the scenes. You don't want to be out in front. You behind the scenes. You know a lot of movers and shakers like that. And Man, they, listen. And they need. They need to be able to to understand that, and not to burn bridges in this game. Like a lot of these. Niggas, I try to tell that to so many people. They don't fucking listen. I tell these people all the time about their attitudes and how they respond to people and the things that they say, how that can directly affect somebody else, not even just that person, somebody else watching you. I heard somebody say something about, do you judge people by the things that they do or say on social media? Absolutely, I do. Guess why? Because if your fucking train of thought and your brain 
doesn't align with my train of thought, then I don't want nothing to do with you. And I'm not just saying that we all have to have the same opinion. But if you're a dickhead on social media, nine times out of 10, you're a dickhead in real life. And I don't want to be associated with nobody like that. And furthermore, I don't want to be associated with anybody who's sitting up fucking faking and pretending to be something that they're not. Let me ask you, how many people I told this to uh, me and network just had this conversation the other day. I'm real careful about how I have people talking to me. I'm real careful about how I talk to people. I'm very protective of my fucking name. I'm very protective of my reputation. Nobody out here is going to ever tell you that I robbed them. Nobody out here is ever going to tell you that I backdoored them on a deal. Nobody out here is ever going to tell you that I fucked them over on a show. Nobody's going to ever tell you that I took a dollar from them that didn't belong to me. Mm. So at the end of the day, when you people start doing all this shit, I'm so proud of I and you and KJ and fucking network putting all this shit together, doing something positive because these people need to hear it. I might not like the delivery every time. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 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 But at the end of the day, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you you just have to have... Fucking Ruben, I see Ruben in the comments. That's a motherfucking legend. There's no reason in the world why he shouldn't still be on the radio. That's oh, all I'm gonna Ru- say. Ruben Lottie is, Dottie. Ruben Lottie is Dottie, right there. I, I just seen him just right now. Lottie Dottie, he's his Lottie Dottie on here. He might have wanted to keep that private. I'm sorry, Ruben, but I have to say oh, something shit. because you've been in my life for a long time. My son is like thirty. He was there for me when Roger passed away. I'll never forget that. So at the end of the day, I'm done. I'm done talked up y'all shit. I'm I'm sure that's not what y'all meant for me to call in for. But um, take some notes from Futuristic. Uh, I'm I'm very honored to know him outside of all of this shit. And and he's one of those that you guys can really take some lessons from. You know what I'm saying? He don't give a fuck about nobody hating him and all of that because he's secure in who he is. His work speaks for itself. He, he does what he says he's going to do. And I, I love that. That Indiana um, Comply is a beautiful situation he's put together for people. Beautiful. Uh, amazing. Uh, what, did, what, did you, what did you think about the way um, he answered um, about, because a, a lot of street niggas out here, there was a disconnect between futuristic and the street niggas. They've never probably even talked to each other in real life, just some fucking online shit. Um, right. They would question all they try to question his blackness or he not from the hood. And I thought the way that he answered that was absolutely amazing. Um, and it was, you know, and, and my thing is this, who cares if he's a street nigga? Right. All everybody, right. everybody's not a street nigga. Exactly. Just, and guess what? And just because you're in the streets, don't make you a street nigga. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> while, while people are sitting up here, because there's a whole lot of fucking loser shit going on in the streets, that don't make you no street nigga. So let's start there. But anyway, you know, y'all about to make me turn up. I'm, I'm not trying to <laughs> do that. I'm not trying to do that. But the bottom line is, who cares if he's a street nigga? And I don't know who it was that said that. But what difference does it make to you if he's a street nigga or not? How is that going to change your day? How is that going to affect your fucking stream? It's not. Stop it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's so fucking worried about something else. He's not black enough. Who gives a fuck? He's blacker than a lot of y'all. How about that? Mm, 100%. You know what I mean? What And what makes him anything? Because he's not out here smoking and drinking and fucking off with a, you know all of y'all. He's at home with his wife. 
taking care of his baby. So is that, is that why he's not a street nigga? Mm. No. Leave that boy alone. I always remember the uh, the story that you told me of um, how you met Kendrick Lamar. Because um, <laughs> you've known Top. And, um, I don't know if you want to share that on, on this podcast of how, how you met uh, the one of the greatest rappers of all fucking time, Kendrick Lamar, who... He's he's not a gangbanger, but this is he's a street nigga. Kendrick is a street nigga. You know what's funny? That is the best example. Tone, that is the best example. Kendrick is not a street nigga, but Kendrick will shoot some shit up quicker than any of us. <laughs> so let's just start there. But you know, my th- you said you wanted me to tell the story yeah, about how, how I met how Kendrick. Make, how what? you met Kendrick? Yeah, how you met Kendrick? That's not the best story. Okay. You should let me tell the one about how I met Top. Yeah, okay. How you met Top. Yeah, how you met Top. I'm going to tell that one, and then I got to go. I'm not sitting okay. up here with you guys okay. all damn day long. So uh, I was working for Michael Conception when I was married to Roger, and I was living in L.A., and when Roger would go on tour, I would uh, go down and work with Michael Conception. You got to be a little older to know who Michael Conception is. He's the one that did We're All in the Same Gang, one of the uh, original creators of the Crips and stuff like that. Okay. But Long story short, I was working for him and we were riding around and he took me to watch. Mm. And so he took me to <laughs> this project and he was like, you know, I got to leave you here for a second. And I have my cousin with me. So this I to tell you, he goes, I have to leave you here for a second, but I'll be back. Right. This was on a Friday. So me and my cousin are sitting there we're watching TV. Now, mind you, we're in the project. He opens up the door and it was like we walked through a mirage or some shit. We went from projects to fucking Beverly Hills inside this apartment. Okay. And so I'm, <laughs> me and my cousin are sitting on the couch and we're like, who fucking house is this? Have no idea. So it's getting late, getting late, getting late. You know, we're scared to touch anything because we could tell it was somebody's apartment that was important. Right. Because like you could see some real top notch shit in here, right? So. We're sitting there and I'm like, dude, I don't even want to pee in here. Like, I don't know if this motherfucker know how much toilet paper he got. I don't want to drink too much. I'm not eating nothing. So me and my cousin, we would like go to the faucet and we were drinking the water out of our hands and shit. It was crazy. Friday turned into Saturday. Saturday fucking turns into Sunday. So I'm not even going to keep telling you. So Sunday. So me and my cousin, we're asleep, sitting up on the couch, fucking probably Thinking because we've been in this man's house since Friday, scared to shower. So the nigga just left y'all there. I got listen. <laughs> so we're there, right? Fucking hear the door opening. So the door opens. This guy walks in, and me and my sister, like my cousin Michelle, we sit up and we're looking. And we're like, who the fuck is this dude? So he walks in. He don't say nothing to us. Now, granted, you walk into your house, you see two girls you never see before right. in your fucking life. He walks to the kitchen, he comes back, and he's like, um, who y'all? And I was like, well, hi. <laughs> Had to put my white girl voice on. Well, <laughs> hi, um, I'm Mercedes. This is my cousin, Michelle. She's like, hi. And I'm like, um, Mike brought us here on Friday and <laughs> left. And he was like, y'all been here since Friday? And I was like, yes. I said, and I promise we haven't touched anything. We haven't even ate anything. Blah, 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 this, that, and the other. And he was like, Y'all hungry? And I was like, yes! We've been in there for two days without <laughs> eat. And I said, you know, again, by the way, I'm Mercedes. And I said, and you are? He said, they call me top. 
Mm. And that's how I met Top Dog. That's crazy. And what's so crazy is when I met Kendrick for the first time, uh, and he and I have been friends ever since I could call him right now and ask him for anything. Um, Kendrick, I met Kendrick. Kendrick opened up for my brother. I knew of him before that because of him being top artist. But when he opened up for my brother, you couldn't even get Kendrick to say two words to people. Yeah, you said he was like super shy. Super shy, super quiet. He would turn up on stage because he was J-Rock type man. But as soon as he came off that stage, you couldn't get him to say two words to people. That's crazy. Couldn't get him to say two words. So, you know, he, as you can see, he definitely says more than two words now. Yes. He is super duper blossom and it's dope to see, you know, somebody turn out the way that he turned out. But the one thing I have to stress is those dudes hustle. And that's the only thing that I hate to say that I see out here. It's like these, the talent out here, you guys, the talent is not the issue. The talent is the hustle, the hustle. And, the, and, and the entitlement. You know what I mean? People not feeling like, you know, you're less than because you have to pay to get on a show. I'm not saying that just because I'm a promoter, because I'm going to tell you something. Nine times out of 10, that money doesn't come to me. You know what I'm saying? That money goes to marketing to further push the right, show or whatever, right. just using it for whatever radio. So y y it's being utilized. Y people make it seem like we're paying or we're charging people to get on these shows just to put the money in our pocket and walk off. That's not the case. You know what I'm saying? And I've heard people say, oh, if you can't pay for the talent, then don't. Let me tell you something. I've never, ever, ever fucking been involved with a show where we couldn't pay the talent. You know what I'm saying? That's never That's been true. Y'all ain't never anytime, been on no janky shit. Never. Anytime we've ever charged anybody to get on the show, that money went directly back into the show. Therefore, went right back into benefiting you. That's so, true. you know, you guys, you guys got to have a different way of thinking. Again, like I said, I'm not just saying that because I'm a promoter. Because at the end of the day, I'm a woman doing this. I have two children. And my word is all I have. I don't fuck over nobody. I don't do nobody wrong. And I don't take nobody's money. 100%. So please stop, please stop putting that out there that people are doing that and fucking people over in this industry. That's not the case. A hundred percent. So thank you for calling and sharing that dope story. Uh, Joey, uh, Mercedes, Mercedes is on the line. Ask who's online. This is uh, Mercedes on the line. Uh, appreciate dropping that dope story. I remember uh, back when Jay Millie had her um, online radio show. Kendrick, oh, called... <laughs> <laughs> now you were that's a, that was some mess, yeah, If you that, want some mess, that's a mess. Yeah, that was the best right there. But Kendrick was on her show, like she was talking to all them LA niggas before they became like popping, like like so. Yeah. Don't discredit online radio shows like DJ's Oz show and the Hatrix because that's where a lot of these niggas start from. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the truth. And, and like I said, you got to have people that are willing to put the work in. You know what I'm saying? And, and, to, and to utilize their different platforms. You guys are a platform regardless of what you're, you know, you've heard people say. Like, like I just saw somebody say, you know, people bettering themselves or whatever. If somebody has an issue with you guys trying to better yourself or be a bigger program, there's some fucking haters, and I don't care. I don't even want to be associated with anybody like that. That's so. real. That's real, 100%. 
I know you're a busy woman. Thank you. For yeah, actually, um, I just want to say, I don't know if I should say it. Terry Masters, um, I actually am about to do that Zoom call with Redacted to see if we can get you on that show. Oh, shit. Well, I said Redacted she in said case redacted. it doesn't happen, <laughs> but, it's, but it's Wale. I'm trying to get him on the Wale show. Hey. Oh, yeah. Man, I always thought Torrey reminded me of Wale a little bit. Torrey yeah, yeah, he. We were talking about that earlier, so I have to do the Zoom call with him in a second. Oh, that's so, what's up, um, man. Yeah, anybody else want to get on it? We can figure something out. February is his favorite month. Stop playing with him. <laughs> hit Mercedes. Hit Mercedes. And, uh, no, don't hit me. Don't hit me. Don't hit me. Don't hit me. <laughs> somebody, somebody one day is going to land a Mercedes interview. Mercedes can write a whole book. I think he, ain't you writing a book right now? Or somebody's helping I you am. write a book? Yeah, I'm doing it right now. Oh my gosh, that man. I, I'm, on, I'm on like the sixth chapter. Damn, you gonna get a lot of money for that. Whoever publishes I, that book, go get you a yeah. lot of money. <laughs> What'd you say, Ashley? I said, tell her to mention me in the book. <laughs> Man, that 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 book, Ashley. that book is really <laughs> crazy. That's that's gonna be an amazing. Man, I can't wait for that book to fucking drop. Yeah, um, and what's what's important about it is that all the different artists that I speak about, I've already gotten clearance. Oh, to, to actually use their name and for my story. So, you know, it won't be like I'll have to, if I talk about Bobby Brown, I can actually say Bobby Brown. If I talk about Lazy Bone, I can actually say Lazy Bone. So when you come on, a, your, your book tour, definitely come on to the Hatrix. 100%. Come I on to the I absolutely will. I promise. <laughs> that That is one of the reasons why I've not wanted to do any podcast or anything, you know, outside right. of that, because I'm going to, um, I'm writing this book. So I'm just kind of trying to save the stories for that yeah definitely do that that book's gonna be uh crazy uh yeah thank you for calling in and thank you for the uh the compliments um thank you i'm proud of you thank you i appreciate it it's been a long journey all right, <laughs> all right. long journey so long journey <laughs> all, all right. right i love you and i appreciate you guys and i'll talk to you guys later i right, love you too Bye. all right bye, bye. salute mercedes one time tonight Yeah, friend of the show, friend of the show. Y'all need this hat right here. Y'all see that? I had to bring the merch out on a dog ass. Hold on, man. Hold on. Let me zoom in on this shit real quick. Hold on, man. Uh, before I do that, make sure y'all niggas. Um, oh, there's 22 people watching. Yeah, go ahead and hit hit the motherfucking like button so we get some more people in here. We ain't gonna be on here for four hours though. Hold on. Hit, hit you like can hit the like. You can hit the like. You can hit the like. You can hit the like. Yeah, man. Y'all see that, man? What'd you say? I was trying to do the Wendy Rosales. Oh, man. Hold on, man. Hold on. See that, man? Look at that, man. Look at that. Look at that. Pay your legends right there. Who got you that hat? Look at that. Pay your legends. Who would buy this? Would somebody buy this? I would buy it. I'd buy it without that if you didn't have that, uh, if it was a regular hat. 
You don't you don't like the uh what's this shit called? Is this trucker hats? What's this shit? I I, I like this because um uh, uh I got a bald head. This keeps my bald head uh cool. It keeps it cool. You don't like these kind of hats, uh? I'll get like the snapback or the um the one without the snapback, but not that one. You like fitted hat? You like fitted, uh? Yeah, I'll take a fitted cap too. What's what size is your fitted, huh? <laughs> got an eight. I don't know. I just go to the store and I just put one on if it did I go. <laughs> but mainly I buy, I buy, I think I get like uh snapbacks, like when artists have hats and shit. I'll buy like their hats. Ah, uh, you, you gotta put some respect on your name. You buy well, you, y'all get for some reason the certified savage show gets all the fucking merch. Y'all have every I was like, how do y'all get all this damn merch? Y'all got Justin Empress merch, uh Della Prime. Let's be clear. DJ I and KJ will per we do purchase merch. <clears throat> when they artists come to the show, half the artists don't even bring merch with them. Like I'd be like, y'all niggas is weird as fuck. But they don't even bring the merch with them. But we do buy merch. Like Preem, when Preem uh goes on there and he does his uh his thing for unlimited, I go on there. I, sometimes I buy like one or two items. I buy J Rob's merch all the time. Um, just the Empress, I got hers. Torrey, did I buy Torrey? Yeah, I bought Torrey's shirt. I buy Yante's shirt. Nigga Duff, Fuego, I got a bunch of shit for Duff. Shit, Young Face, that nigga came one day. I bought a merch from him. He came to the Jules thing. He gave Jules a free shirt. He ain't bring me shit. That that shit crazy to me. Damn. Um, yeah, that nigga gave Jules a shirt, but he ain't give me shit. Young um, Face? Yeah, Young Face did that. Come on, Ben Johnson. We cousins, nigga. Come on, Face. Yeah. I ain't got it's, nobody's merch. Right, and this right now is merch too. This is judges' merch. Judge, judge. Damn. See, y'all got the most fucking merch. Because we are actual, we are actual supporters. Let me see that well, judge merch. Look at that. That's a fire. Triple up production, and it has his name on the back. Hold up. Y'all can see. Damn. See. Stop playing with me. I'm really out here. We really out here. We don't just be capping saying that we don't that we support. Artists or that we just like to just fucking talk to artists. Nah, nigga, we actually support. We provide. We actually invest in artists as well. Like, stop playing. I don't help artists with music videos, all types of shit. Like, we don't just be out here. Like, we invest in, in artists that we believe in. That's why we go so hard for these niggas because we actually believe in these niggas that we go hard for. We don't just be out here just because they just cool. Nigga, no. Niggas, <laughs> niggas go hard. Niggas go hard for the artists. Um, niggas go hard. Period. Yeah. Um, <laughs> verse said, uh, Tone wants free merch, but he's nobody's fan 100%. Right, exactly. <laughs> 100%. No, I'll, I'll buy your merch. I'll, I'm gonna buy your merch. Um, yeah, the Hatrix merch is coming soon. You, y'all said y'all want Prosper Fog tees. Uh, those yes. are coming up. Uh, yeah, we what's need DJI. Uh, what's it called? Stop playing with me. Is, is that kind of like just but she says, bitch Don't play with me. We need a like, bitch. Stop. I don't know. She says bitch, bitch, don't play with me. Yeah, I just say stop playing, nigga. Yeah, we need <laughs> we need the eye shirt. Stop playing. Uh, we gonna get the um, what's going on here? Um, hit the like merch. Um, yeah, give me some ideas. Somebody in the prospect fall. Email me some musty ideas. Energy, nigga. Oh, the musty energy tees. Um, didn't uh, that's trademarked, right? Musty energy. Yeah. Oh, we yeah. y'all. 
Yeah, for all four of us. So all four of us, we KJ went and trademarked it for everybody, the musty energy. So we got musty energy. That's fact. That shit yeah. definitely has to get. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the uh, sixty-five dollar oh, yeah. button. Fucking and you're fucking whack. You trash. <laughs> yes. Shut the fuck up, bro. That shit trash, nigga. It's trash. <laughs> Period. Trash. Fucking trash. Y'all want the uh, y'all want the smoke cracks shirts? Smoke crack, don't you? <laughs> Yo, okay, okay. Uh, let me know the price before I want some of that uh good merch out there, man. Uh, hatreds are definitely um get y'all get y'all ready for that. And um, I say that uh, respectfully. Salute uh Ryan Hardy, um up in the Prosper Fog. Um, I was gonna say if anybody that does merch or knows somebody that does merch, can you have them reach out to us because right we want to get some merch done and use somebody that's local so we don't got to go online. You feel me? Yeah, so tag some people. Yeah, definitely, definitely need to crack merch. You smoke crack, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> we definitely need to crack merch. Uh, okay. Uh, I'll salute Jada Reaper. Jada Reaper. Uh, I must say, Jada Reaper has taken uh, the podcast to the next level. Um, <laughs> as far as flyers, um, email blast. He 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 recently emailed Nike. Was it who who was in that email blast that he sent to? It was Nike. Um, who else was in that email blast? He emailed a lot of niggas. I don't know who he emailed, but he, he, he emailed a lot of niggas. Um, hopefully somebody from the Nike reaches out to a nigga. <laughs> Salute my man, uh, Jada Reaper one time tonight, y'all. Uh, let's see here. What time is it? 1236. All right. My son, he's in the kids club right now. Um, if y'all want to go ahead and, uh, play some music we got ten dollars you sit send five dollars to me send dollars ten uh five to ah if y'all want to do a review and i say that respectfully if y'all want to send some music real quick um if not let me know um we will be right back oh i gotta play somebody song hold on somebody sent me some shit hold on I'm gonna see if I could give you if I could sing Yante's uh, new song. Oh, he got a new joint. Yeah, I'm gonna see if I can send it to you. Hold up. I'm gonna okay. go. I mean, I'm about to play this uh, this Case Money featuring Cross. Uh, we'll be right back here on the Hatrix. We'll be right back. Don't move that dial. <laughs> Shiloh, baby. Uh, in 
the year, I promise ain't no nigga finna be rich as that's on my mama. No cap. That boy a snake, he been a bitch, I call that boy Medusa Jackson, this ain't the rich, we tryna make a movie I ain't got no other option, I'm all in, I guess I gotta do it Grab a nigga, light some chopsticks, we chop shit, this ain't no bacon bitch Hit him up like this, a pop quiz, ain't no escaping it I got niggas that slide with mob sticks and get your block hit Talking louder than these hoes, we know he ain't gon' pop shit Niggas looking for the soft, they heard a nigga got that hot shit Niggas, bang, choppers, same, diamonds, shine, listen, name, stay the same, never If I want it, ain't no chasing blue faces, dead presents. If I don't get it, I'ma take it. Pop a perk, shit moving slow, just like the Matrix. By the time I'm 25, they gon' be like, nigga, we made it. I ain't tryna go get high, I need some land, I need expansion. I need expansion. This chopper get to blowing dirty dancing. If a nigga want it, he gon' get it handed. I need me a little cheek, I pull up on me speaking Spanish. Yes, yes. Yes, that was that. Uh, that was that. Uh, case. Uh, case money or cross featuring case money. Um, I like that beat. I like that shit. He just sent me that Yante song. Uh, Prince Savage, go ahead and um hit the hit the cash app. Uh, five to the hatreds. Five to DJ R. Is it twenty two? DJ R. Twenty two. Can I hear? Can you hear me? My bad. I was on mute. DJ. Yeah, you're right. DJ R. Twenty two. Okay, salute. Uh salute my man uh Jay the Reaper. Like I said, Jay the Reaper. Um, he say he's a part of the Hatrix team. Like you said, we have a team. Jay the Reaper hit me one day. Um I the the tell a uh the tell a real story about Jay the Reaper. How I know uh Jay the Reaper is, is a real, a real nigga, a real motherfucker. Back when I first started paying legends, back when I was um trolling the promoters. Um, Jada Reaper went ahead and made the first pay a legend shirt that, that should be what's it, an NFT. I don't know what the fucking NFT is, but if you take a picture, it should <laughs> what the fuck's an NFT? But he made the first pay a legend shirt, the first one ever. Ever. He made the first one and he delivered to me at that day. What's that park over there in Mesa with the um is it Mesa Riverview? Um yeah, Riverview Park. He gave it to me in Mason Riverview. I said, that's a real nigga. <laughs> yes, Jada, uh, Jada Reaper. You need to get at Jada Reaper for all of your um your graphic needs. Um, he's definitely um a part of the Hatrix team. Um, we trying to take this podcast podcast shit to the next level. Um, if you want to go ahead and sponsor uh the podcast um for a long period of time. Um, go ahead and email the hatred podcast at gmail.com. And um, I'm getting a mic flag right here. Hold on, real quick. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Move this fucking banner real quick. So there's going to be a uh, there's going to be a mic flag right here. You see this right here is going to be a box right here. Um, and I'll be able to put a sticker on here. And um, if you want that for um, six months or a year, contact the Hatrix podcast at gmail.com. So you would always get your shit promoted right here. Um, I may have to get a new banner if anybody's interested in making a, a new banner for me. Um, go ahead and contact the Hatrix podcast at gmail.com. Uh, so you can go ahead and uh, be in the background. Uh, we'll get a, uh, the certified savage on there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. If niggas want to go ahead and, um, 
I'm gonna hit justice. Yes, yeah, so niggas want to go ahead and uh, promote something, have something on the back of here that's a great promotion because uh, this podcast is uh, getting big. We just had the futuristic interview, uh, which will go down as as a classic. Uh, just had just had to show a nigga uh, interview skills real quick since you know what I'm saying like I, I I lost something due to interviews. So I was like, man, just let me go ahead and start interviewing. I I really don't like interviewing, but I know I can do it, so I'm gonna start doing uh, more more interviews but yeah if you want to get the mic flag right here uh I, I, dj uh we we need to get dj uh a roadcaster pro um we need her have a background and a mic set up at her crib so she can be doing um her shit there so we both could be looking looking right on the camera screen uh hey you know what two people just mentioned be like hey it's time for you to get a banner if you're gonna be on the hatred i said damn it's gonna make me like Tom. <laughs> Yeah, you need you need you a banner there. I thought that was your kitchen right there. Then you said kitchen, nigga. This is my damn living room. This nigga said I'm in a uh, nine bedroom house. I was like, God damn. I'm just in my dining room. I'm definitely not in the kitchen. I ain't real. That's nothing. I ain't mad. Most niggas ain't got a dining room. I'll say that uh, respectfully. Um, did Prince Savage send something in? Let me check. Let me see if I got a cash Mm-mm. Not yet. Okay. Okay, you me at the wrong time. Oh, Black Jesus said he make banners. What's had that? Who? Black Jesus. Oh. Hold on. Oh, wait. Somebody said something. How I get this money in the cash app? One moment. Hit the cash app, man. Hold on. You can hit the... Oh no, I just had that money in the cash app. This that new Yante. It's that new Yante. Allies on the mix. Oh, chaos, he do print the banners. Chaos, let's do it. Let's cook. Movies. Looking at the sky got me thinking it's a good day But it would be better if I kicked it with my baby Put your pride to the side, you know we on the same page Better off without me, but next to me where your heart day You fine, fine, fine I ain't really trying to waste your time Five times two, you a dime, yeah, a ten, ten, ten Okay, Yante I just want your lips to be one of the things I'm kissing You sexy, gotta admit that you such a blessing When we bumping heads, I know it be getting hectic Let me ease your mind, ain't no need for no stressing Lay you on the bed cause your body needs some correction and don't play with me You know you was always meant to stay with me If you don't forgive me, it's okay with me If you don't forgive me, it's okay with me It's okay with me Cause I swear I think about you daily About the days when you were mine I admitted that I fucked up But I know this here takes time I've been saying that I miss you And I know you miss me too So baby, what you trying to do? Baby, what you trying to do? I've been thinking about you daily. About the days when you were mine. That's what I like. I think about that bitch daily. But I know this here takes time. I've been saying that I miss you. And I know you miss me too. So baby, what you trying to do? 
Baby, what you trying to do? Uh oh, oh, do, uh oh, do, uh oh, oh, do. What you trying to do? Uh oh, oh, do, uh oh, oh, do, uh oh, oh, what you trying to do? What you trying to do? I swear I think about you daily. About the days when you were mine. I admitted that I fucked up. But I know this here takes time. I've been saying that I miss you. And I know you miss me too. So, baby, what you trying to do? And, baby, what you trying to do? I've been thinking about you daily. About the days when you were mine. Oh, this is Anthem. I that I fucked up. But I know this here takes time I've been saying that I miss you And I know you miss me too So baby, what you trying to do? Baby, what you trying to do? Is that a sample or did they speed his voice up? I don't know, you gotta ask Brian the Low Life <laughs> Did Brian the Low Life make this beat? Um, what did it say at the beginning? I don't know. Let me call you on. Damn, hold up. That shit incredible. I know Brian the Lowlife got that in his bag. <laughs> that shit fire. I don't ever ask Yontay who be making speed. Damn, that shit was cold. That shit was cold. Salute to that. Um, <laughs> well, we know that, but like no, he, he said, said, I got over my ex now. I missed that bitch 100%. That's Brian Lowlife. That's Brian and Lowlife's beat, and as Yante's thing, and, and he speeded him up on the back. On the damn, fire. that shit's fire. Yeah, he can't hear you, but you can call in if you want. <laughs> Nigga, that shit's fire. I need a video number on a thing. <laughs> Bye. I need a video for that. God damn that he shit. He might call in, but he don't you gotta put the number on the screen. Oh, okay. Damn. That shit fire. That's like the um them old dipset. Um how dipset uh what's that? The heat makers used to make beats like that. Yeah. Damn. That shit, Ooh, was, that fire. shit was fire. I like that. I ain't heard a song like that with like the chipmunk sample in a minute. Salute us, C.O.E. Yante, man. Salute C.O.E. Yante for going to shows with his queen, too. That's the shit I like. Go to the show with your fucking queen, man. Yeah, he do. I just seen him at two events with his queen, holding hands. There's, Taking there's still, pictures on the red carpet. Yes, there's still hope for love out there. You can still go to events with your girl. You don't have to be in this toxic society where you just... <laughs> You ain't gotta be toxic. It's cool to go to places with your girl, man, and hold hold her hand. Yeah. You niggas won't even post. Hold on. And they got this song by Kayla, Kayla Ray. She's she said she's gonna fuck around and post niggas. Hold on. Why I gotta come to this? Why I gotta come around where she say I'm gonna fuck around and post you? Hold on. Let me bring this shit up real quick. I'm trying to think what song I should give you off the tape. Why y'all be scared to post people? Because niggas is toxic on social media. <laughs> you post something, oh God. Imagine if I post somebody, niggas is going to be talking cold cash. Oh, go yeah. tell that so-and-so. Yeah. 
Nigga, nah, I ain't got time. You gonna be talking cold cat. Did she delete this song? Damn, did she knew I was about to play this shit? Hold on. Hold on, somebody's calling the Hatrix phone. Hold on. It's probably Yante. Hello, you live on the Hatrix, two-tone superstar core DJ I. Motherfucking movie. Stop playing with him. You're calling number five. You just won tickets. Yeah. See on Yante, what's going on with you, sir? That's the motherfucking movie. Man, hey, that's a fuck. Hey, nigga, you in your bag on that one, my nigga. Yeah, Damn. I was in the bed crying and shit. I said, "Fuck it, let me write something." <laughs> <laughs> Man, how did y'all come up with that beat? Was it you and Brian this and that? That shit sound like some old dipset shit, but on some R and B shit. Nah, niggas be sleeping on Brian a little like, but Brian be cooking. Brian cooked that. He sent it to me. I said, nigga, we giving on that bitch tomorrow. Man, that shit cold, man. Salute uh Brian and Low Life. Salute uh Yante. Is that is that going on a project or is that just a single? What you what you working on? Yeah, I got something coming in the spring. Um I also got this show coming up on Saturday. I'm teaming oh. up with a promoter. Yeah, KG Royalty on an event on Saturday at Aura. That motherfucker's gonna be sold out. It's gonna be a thousand people in attendance, so pop out. Everybody free before 11. Damn, so that's this Saturday at Club Aura. You performing live. How, how long is the set gonna be? Uh, my set gonna be like 15 minutes. You know, a nigga gotta breathe. Oh, shit. So 15, 15 20 minutes. A nigga gotta breathe. So we we getting the full uh, Yante show at this one. We getting. The I'm, finna, f- I'm finna turn this motherfucker up. Oh. Hey. <laughs> hey. Are you really about to perform for 15 minutes? These are, I, I listen to Mercedes. I've been hitting the gym. I'm ready, nigga. Let's <laughs> 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 stop playing with him. Yante say he ready. It's 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 a new year. It's 2022. You you started off the year. We got to put some respect on your name because you started off performing at the AZT Awards on the Celebrity Theater stage. I thought you had a, a great performance. I love the way your show looks with background dancers. Like I love the way it looks like that with background dancers. Um, now you got another show in February. Uh, what 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 do you what's your plans for this year as far as the Yante brand? I mean, my biggest plan is to focus on me, focus on the brand, and, and not worry about what everybody else is doing. Because mm. I can't track my progress based off of where everybody else is at. You know, salute my nigga Emmett, too, by the way. You feel me? I know we talk about me, but Emmett going crazy right now with Hours Make Hours. I've been bumping that shit. So, you know, just supporting my brothers and my peers around me as well. So, you know, that's really what I'm on. That's what's up, man. I can't Not, not, to, uh, not shed no light on no negativity and just going hard as fuck this year. It's going to be crazy. Hard as fuck. That's what's up, man. Um, I definitely want to see you in them power rankings by the end of February. Um, this show right now is already big, already at the beginning of February. Um, so you you got any other exclusives in the cut? And um, yeah, I got some shit gonna drop with added up Kevo. Um, what? It's, yeah, I got I got he gonna be on my project. I got some more artists from Cali that's gonna be on my next project. It's gonna be crazy, man. You know, I can't. I ain't gonna speak too much on it, but we on the hatred. So fuck it, nigga. We here. <laughs> Is designer gonna be on the next project? Who? Oh, designer. Yeah, with Trap Money AK. Yeah, I got some with Trap Money AK from the drop too. That's what's up, man. Who who, who do you want to work with in Arizona that you haven't worked with? Um, I mean, I'm I'm I got some from the drop with J Rob the Chief. What? Um, yeah, I got a J Rob here. Um, you already did the I song. Too much. I said enough. Up, no, Yante, you already did the song. <laughs> yeah. Oh hey, shit! Uh, <laughs> you 
Oh my Send god. Send it to me now. Uh okay, okay. It's DJ Ah, oh, fuck it. Hold on, we gotta <laughs> do it. Do we got Oh no, uh, we can't play that okay, one right now. Okay, uh, okay. Uh, for the project. Send it to me now. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I'm trying to hear that. Well we'll we'll save that. Are you gonna shoot a video for this joint that we just played? Uh yes, sir. I'm also uh, about to go to Cali and shoot the video for A Baby too. That was on my last project, Love Behind the Scenes. So yes. Yeah, just all gas, no brakes this year, you know? Coming out running, don't stop type shit. So, you know, just shedding all the light and, and you know, stacking up everything and just make sure I come out hard as fuck this year, you know? And don't stop. That's what's up, man. I'm glad I've seen you at two events this year with your queen in hand, um, holding hands, introducing her to people. That's what I like to see. I'm a full proponent in non-toxic love Take your queen to places. Don't be afraid to take your queen. I know a lot of niggas like to leave their queen at home, and uh, they, they got the pizza guy coming over. The, the guy that you played inside, nigga, video, they got them coming over. Man, <laughs> baby, let me be outside, nigga. <laughs> let me find out. <laughs> let me let me find out. Hey, it's fucked up with a shoe on the other foot. Just <laughs> oh, man. man. Disgusting, man. I'm, I'm hurt. Oh, oh, when the rabbit got the gun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thank you for calling in. When you guys, some, uh, when you about to do your next promo run, you know you're more than welcome to come to the Hatrix, man. Hey, man. Shout out to Hatrix. They've been going crazy this year. Tona Superstar. Shout out Black Media, DJ I, LMG Radio. Shout out everybody, man. Shout out KJ. That's a motherfucking movie. Stupid. Hey, yeah. C O E Yante one time tonight, y'all. <laughs> Salute C O E Yante. I can't wait to hear that uh, J Rob song. Um, me too. Let me text him right now. I get off. Yeah, I need to hear that song. Yeah, hey, added up Kevo. I need you to get added up Kevo on your interview. Yeah, I got to talk to added up Kevo. Added up Kevo. Um, he looks like a rapper. He's ready for you. He's ready for the interview. He wants to do a, a promotion run for his Cool Relax 2. Cool Relax 2. That's my shit. Salute Tucson. Uh, oh, you got him Thursday on Certified Savage tomorrow. Tomorrow, yep. Let's see when the reverse would send me the flyer. Salute to Prosper for they said. No fun when the pizza man got the gun. 100%. <laughs> Mercedes is this show tomorrow, right? Are you going to the show on the 5th to Richie Evans? Was that this weekend? Yes. Yeah, I'll be there. That didn't sound like a confident yell. Yeah. That sounded like one of those turn on people that I'm really going to be there. What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> that sounded like one of those tones, yeah, I'll be there, but I ain't going to really be there. No, I'll be there. I mean, I mean, this this weekend, I have my son. Uh, as you know, I am a, um, a half, not, no, I'm a full time dad, oh, but you know, God. I got my 50 50 custody nigga. <laughs> so, um, I want to be able to. I can't wait to the uh, the carnival. Carnival, you you can bring kids, right? The carnival, no, nigga. Wait, niggas can't at the carnival. You can't bring kids to the carnival. Ain't y'all having rides, nigga? For adults, I don't think you oh. can bring kids to the carnival, nigga. It's twenty one up. It's about to be a press room. Nah, oh damn! You I thought y'all niggas was having jumpy houses and all kind of shit over there. For adults, nigga. Oh, oh, there's kids in there. I don't know. I can ask justice. That's a great question. I don't think it's for kids. I don't yeah, think it's the carnival. Niggas, 
kids want to get um um buy buy fifty tickets for two hundred dollars. I'm gonna just call right now. No, because Tess is gonna talk for like twenty minutes. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> we need kids at that damn. Is eighteen plus? Okay. Oh, it's eighteen plus. Oh, yeah. So kids are not allowed the carnival. Well, how many rides you got in there? I don't know. I'm about to be in a dunk tape though. <clears throat> one, I might time, one time, so y'all better get there. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm at, I might have to ask justice if I can get in the dunk tank real quick. Um, oh no, he said it's 18 plus like verse. Okay, yeah, that's you, you gotta stay home with the pizza man. Facts. Damn. Let me find out y'all letting the side nigga babysit y'all kids. That's disgusting. I've seen some women do that. <laughs> Niggas letting the side nigga watch their kids. They want to be the main nigga. They want to be the main nigga. God damn. Side niggas is tripping now. Y'all niggas watching kids now? Damn. That's crazy. <laughs> they want to be the main nigga. Yeah, I, I got to play this poster stuff. Like, this this is a very toxic song right here. Hold on. Oh, yeah. This is toxic. I'm up around and pop a poster. I might have to put your hoes on notice. I might go around and pop a poster. If you don't win me back like you supposed to, I'll pose us, yeah. It ain't even that Because I be in LA. You know that I really don't like to wait. On top of that, I have been drinking all day. All day, and I ain't even really needy like that. But I'm needing you to hit me right back, right back. Told you I was crazy, that's a fact. And you know I love getting naked on FaceTime, so leave that. Oh, that you probably will. Cause you know that digital with me better than that physical with anybody that you could find. I know I sound so crazy. I need some attention, baby. I might, I might go around and pop a poster. I might have to put your hoes on notice. You know I like this. You so fucking tone. You just ain't. Well, you, I, hate, I, you hate people. How many niggas is terrified if somebody say they're gonna post them? Why would you ruin that man's life like that? <laughs> what do you mean he ruining his own life? <laughs> Why would she do that? <laughs> That's Why would you be talking to her? That is true. That is true. <laughs> but still, try to blame the woman. Blame both parties in a relationship. She said, "I'm gonna fuck around in posters. This man got a whole family out here and doing dirt." Damn. Salute to them, man. Um, looks like y'all niggas want to play no music today, and we've been on here for uh, three plus hours. So, uh, niggas, what did I tell you? What did what did this nigga futuristic just say? What do you say? Oh shit! Hold on, Prince oh, Savage. Oh yeah, Prince Savage in the cash app. Hold on. Damn, he hit mine. Tell him where my father was at. Hold on, you said you guys sent it to DJ Odd too. Oh, and, I got it. Nick- and it, he sent me an email with no song in it. <laughs> I got the five from him. Turn Prince Savage, five. send me the song. Oh, that nigga said if she posts me, I'm leaking her. I'm leak. I'm leaking her news. <laughs> Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah. Oh, Chevy is email terrible. me the song again. Email me the song again, Prince Savage. Chevy Second Chevy email. Said. Do DJs got special emails? How come the shit never go through the mind, but the shit always go through the yours? 
nigga, because you don't scroll down and let it la- download. That's your problem. This is disgusting. Hold on. Oh, my. How many he sent? An album? Hold on. Don't tell me he sent an album. Mm -mm. We about to let this, uh, I might let this Peter Roy go real quick. Hold on. Send me that email right now. Hold on, DJ. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Nigga, we been holding. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, nigga. Hold on. That's right, check, check yours, Ashley. For what? Not your email, nigga. Cash. I already got five from Bobby Baymont. I mean, Bobby. Uh, ooh. Right, We're about to let this Peter Roy go right now. <laughs> <laughs> Check it away. <laughs> <laughs> The Cash App is open. The Cash App is open. All right, hold on. Let's let this Peter Roy fly for the streets one time. Oh, they download? Oh, it did download. Let's go. I'm on the wrong fucking email. Hold on. <laughs> this nigga tone is terrible. Where did this nigga email this shit to? Hold on. He probably sent it to the Hatrix. Oh, he did. See, I be checking my phone and this shit went to Aiden's phone. Hold on. <laughs> this nigga Aiden, he gonna get his phone today and be like, Dad, what is this shit on here? Nigga, put, <laughs> put Minecraft back on here. Nigga. <laughs> you took the Minecraft off, nigga gonna have to reload log in and shit. I had to because I need wow, space. nigga. He gonna lose all his stuff if he don't know his user information. Oh, he know it, but he gonna be mad that this shit's on here. <laughs> I need to charge it too. And I pick him up from school, he be like, "Dad, have my fucking phone charged." <laughs> That's how my son is. Have <laughs> my shit charged, nigga. He be okay. like, "Where's my charger?" Like, the hunt is on. This that new Peter Roy. Let's go. Lion and Gazelle. You can call me wet of the dawn Type of level of mall Foot to the pedal of God With a blog bitch in Mulan about the bull, y'all. Fuck the bull that you are. Have the pass in a U car. Slapping straps in a futon. And now I'm upper class. Flying bitch striking like bright lightning. My life with a nutshell is I'm doping like pipe writing. I was touching the keys. Flipped a couple of G's. Catch me fucking the trees. My plug fluffed the Belize. Right. Yo, so y'all ready. I do this shit all day. Drop a racks in a mandalay. Came up up a parlay. Fucking weenie. Fucking weenie. How dare you try to see me? Who the fuck raised you dudes? I'm on your head like a beanie. You'll believe me. Louis Vini. These your dreams with the bull. Move like a barracuda with a shooter where we pull up. Got my back like a pull up. Cadillac when I pull up. Go through the back, yeah. I'm cool with the owner. Got some pool, yup. Rhyming fast and something diamond jacks. Copping a bread like a hammer. Getting lit, it's time to laugh. Uh. 
when they were signing cats. Looked over a giant bat. Now fiction while I'm rhyming rats, all kind of gas. 556 five, to the 547, 762 five, to the 45 to the 9. Katie, sing me that song again. Y'all can, I spray y'all man. When I grace you with my presence, better say amen. This is God flow. The hand of God had honcho. Susio Sancho, white boy in a poncho. I blow Espanol to where this mox puto. Flexing though, fuck it, I'm in Mexico. When they call me PD Peso, they call me PD Payday. All about my queso, running with that AK. That white boy, that move, that white girl, white girl. You ain't like boy, nope, not quite girl. Huh? When the lion sees a gazelle, and the gazelle sees the lion, both these see each other the exact same time. When the gazelle sees the lion, Hold on, man. the trees. Hold on. Showtime. Big dog status. Big dog status. You can call me wet or the dawn. Type of level I'm on. Foot to the pedal, I'm gone. With a blog, bitch, I'm Mulan. About the bull, y'all. Fuck the bull that you are. Have the packs in the U car. Slapping straps in a food card. And I'm on upper class flight. And bitch, striking like bright lightning. My life in a nutshell is I'm dope. And like pipe writing. I was touching them keys. Flipped a couple of G's. Catch me from the trees. My plug fluffed the Belize. Yo, so y'all ready. I threw this shit all day. Drop a racks in a mandalay. Came up off a parlay. Fucking weed. How dare you try to see me? Who the fuck raised you dudes? I'm on your head like a beanie. You'll believe me, Louis Vini. These are jeans with the Buddha. Move like a barracuda with a shooter where we pull up. Big dog status. Cadillac when I pull up. Go through the back, yeah. I'm cool with the owner. Got some pool, yup. Rhyming fast and something diamond jacks. Coppin' a bread like a hammer. Getting late, it's time to laugh. Uh, when they will sign a cast, look over a giant bat. Now fiction while I'm rhyming rats, all kind of gas. Big dog status. 5.7762 to the 45 to the 9. Mac 11. Mac 10. AR10. I spray y'all man. When I grace you with my presence, better say amen. This is God flow. The hand of God had honcho. Susio Sancho. White boy in a poncho. I blow. Oh, this nigga's rapping. Though, flexing though. Fuck it. I'm in Mexico. When they call me PD Peso, they call me PD Payday. All about my queso. Running with that AK. That white boy, that move, that white girl, white girl. You ain't like boy, nope, not quite girl. Huh? When the lion sees a gazelle, and the gazelle sees the lion, both these see each other. Oh, niggas is rapping. The gazelle sees the lion because of how he's wired. He automatically fear takes over. Salute, white boy Peter Roy in the building. Uh, salute, white boy Peter Roy, one time tonight, show. <laughs> Hey, hey, Costco, DJ, ah, you go to Costco, nigga. Hey, hey, well, salute Peter Roy one time tonight, y'all. Okay, Prince Savage, hold on. Hold on, Prince Savage, hold on. Where we at? Prince Savage, hold on. Let me transfer this money for somebody to come take it out again. Mm. <laughs> I'm on froze pitch Prince Savage. No, Prince Salvage, right? Is it Salvage? Salvage. Salvage? Yeah. Holy shit. I'm on froze. Yeah. 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 Alice. 
I'm on froze. Yeah, they know what I'm on. Yeah, my wrist sound cold. Yeah, my juice is so cold. I'm on froze. I cook at the stove. I'm trapping for gold. I'm buying it all. I'm on froze. Yeah, they say I'm a dumb. Yeah, that's a deadly stone. Yeah, I'm driving the roads. I'm on froze. Yeah, they know what I'm on. Yeah, my wrist sound cold. Yeah, my drip is a code, I'm all fine. Physically, lyrically, spiritually, fuck you up mentally. Head for the hills and he changes identity. Came for the trilogy, can't get ahead of me. Niggas from London, my diamonds from Italy. I'm feeling the energy, I have no empathy. Killing these rappers, man, what's got it into me? Showing no sympathy, fuck all the trickery. After my money, my grinding is blistering. Ain't talking cash, then that shit is missing me. I'm dead on your ass like the hollows is meant to be. All of my family, my dope fuck a friend of me. I chill for the bag, my nigga is them to me. 2020 assembly, the past, the future, where present be. With the gang and your ass is history. I sell my wrist to my cellular, bust out my eyes, I wash out my competitors. I stay on frozen the regular, try to keep up in the race, and they ran out of stamina. I'm froze. Yeah, they know what I'm on. Yeah, my wrist they on cold. Yeah, my drip is a cold. I'm on froze. I cook up the stove. I'm trapping for gold. I'm buying it all. I'm on froze. Yeah, that's how I'm a dome. Yeah, that's a deadly stone. Yeah, I'm driving the roads, I'm on froze. Yeah, they know what I'm on. Yeah, my wrist sound cold. Yeah, my drip is a cold, I'm on froze. Gas in the tank, gas in the blunt. These niggas front that I could not. East and Laurent, she on the block. Shorty a box, like it or not. She said a twat, she said a box. 24 7, I pray to my God. Dance with the devil and shop with the squad. Move out the trenches, it's not a mirage. These niggas capping, they always gon' fry. I'm in the field like I'm mad on God. Pressing the gas, transition from riding the bus. Move the S class, think of that digital dash. Ash on the floor if you want, my foot in your ass. Still on that skirt, skirt, cause my bride just won't work. And one car just won't work. So I hope she brought a friend, cause this she bad, I think I want her. Nigga, matter of fact, I want both. These niggas so frail, they made soft. I'm hard body, no days off. Paint shine like a Lamp with the shade off. I've been working so hard, no sleep, no days off. So I do what I want, nigga. Uh, all I think about is taking money. All I think about is making money. Is you frustrated? You ain't taking from me, nigga. Salute, salute, uh, Prince. He said it's Prince Savage now. Salute, Prince Savage now. Um, trying to go through these songs quick right now. Um, Slew my man, um, KD. He just sent me a record. Hold on. Did you like that song? No, I didn't. I didn't like that song. The only uh, criticism was one, it was too long. Yeah. And I didn't like the beat. I I didn't like it. It was um that that's the song that you just put on the album. Oh, Chevy Woods sent me five dollars. I'm gonna talk about nigga. Who? <laughs> Chevy. <laughs> Salute Chevy in the cash app, man. <laughs> Salute Chevy in the motherfucking cash app, man. Um, Send a song to uh, Two Tone of Superstar Gmail. Wait, what's your email, Tone? Yeah, Two Tone of Superstar Gmail.com. Make sure you've hit the cash app, please. Hit the cash app. $5 a tone, $5 a DJ. Uh, Y'all got to hurry up, though. Two tone the superstar. I'll put in the email. I mean, yeah, two, yeah, two tone the superstar at gmail.com. Make sure you make sure you make sure the donations is lit. Hello, sir. Who is turn down the background? 
Oh, this nigga hung up. Who who was that that called here and hung up? I can't wait for a troll to call up here. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for a nigga to call up here trolling. Y'all about to see some shit. <laughs> been, Dr. Zulu, we know you, Chevy Woods, fool. My whole <laughs> life, I've been waiting for a troll to call the Hatrix phone line. I just cannot wait. Yeah, make sure you send the cash app or the cash app is the, uh, the Hatrix and then DJR22. Um, Katie, didn't, didn't Katie just email me? I thought he said he did. Or, or, or did you send it to the Hatrix podcast? Hold on. <laughs> Dog, when this dude Futuristic said that he don't see J Rob play basketball, he never got on the court. I think J Rob said all he do is play defense. <laughs> I, I said, nigga, you trash. <laughs> oh, somebody's calling again. He sent it to both, he said. Hello. <laughs> Nick, he turned down your background. Hello? Can you turn down the background, please? What's going on? What's happening? It's two-tone Hello? superstar in DJI, uh, the Hatrix podcast. What's new? What's good? This is Julius King. Julius King, what's going on with you? What up, brother? How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. What's popping with you, man? Man, a lot. We doing a lot, man. We, we, uh, I see you at, you, what, I gotta pay you five dollars to play me? Who, who is this? Yeah, nigga. Julius King, huh? Julius King. <laughs> yeah, please. Hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm trying to, is this, uh, is this, are you from Renner Center? You trying to get your couch? You back? said what? You don't act like you don't know me, man. Don't act like you don't know me, man. No, I don't know a lot of niggas, man. No, I'm trying to put uh, put two and two together. Who is uh, you light skin? I'm a light skin motherfucker. I heard you. I heard you. Either, man. I mean, you know, I might be like futuristic. Maybe I'm not black enough or something like that. You no, know what I mean? No, man. I fuck with you, man. I fuck with you, man. How you been doing, man? Good man, but you know, Diddy, Diddy's out here making moves, man. My song, Diddy's out here making moves. We, 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 we moving, dog. You know, and I'm about to drop another one. Uh, I'm about to drop another one, Bruised, here in the next couple. You know, so we're going on a promo run, crazy. So, you know, I'm reaching out to everybody. Uh-huh. You know, everybody that's not talking about me. Okay, man. Julius King. Huh? Oh. Ain't I know y'all name? y'all haven't heard from me in a long time. I know it's been it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute, but. man. Yeah, man. Hit the uh yeah, man. We, we, we want a donation. DJ I wants to go to Costco and get some of that delicious pizza. Um my dogs need them treats. Yeah, we definitely at least let's get a donation, man. <laughs> oh no, I'll send you a donation. I, 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 I didn't know the uh, I didn't know the platform. This is the first time I actually even you know uh, seen the live. But I thought I'd call in, let y'all know that uh, that we're news. going on a crazy promo line. Okay, coming okay. here, coming soon. So I want you. Uh, I'm about to drop a song called Bruised. Here, it's, uh, it's going to be a lot different than any of these other motherfuckers that don't. Uh, any of these other people are doing. Um. It's gonna be. It's gonna be something. It's gonna be more electro, electronic pop type songs and stuff like that. But uh, it's gonna be some big noise. DJ, DJ, I don't fuck with that electronic shit. You know that. Oh, listen. You say what? Did you get a cash app from Almond Gold Tone? 
Uh, allegedly, yes, I did. Allegedly, nigga, hit play that nigga song. He's the lion on these niggas. <laughs> All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. You got somebody else calling? Hold on, hold on. Who? Yeah, who, I'm hold, a, hold on. Yeah, tap, I'll throw tap, you tap five in. right now just to just to play Diddy. Yeah, tap tap in, make ten, it, tap, in, tap in. Hold on, hold on. Where hold I send it to? The uh, the Hatrix, the uh, dollar sign, the Hatrix. And then, hold uh, on a second. and then dollar sign. Hold on, don't hang up, though. Hold on. Hello. My bad, <laughs> bro. <laughs> hold on, this bro. White boy Roy, Peter Roy. This Peter Roy. Again, I oh. am back. Oh, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? You hit me the with the election. I don't have man. Uh... <laughs> man, I, man, I swear on everything I love. Who listen? <laughs> the self promotion is is heavy. It's heavy. You no, know, but I appreciate your donation. Um, uh, uh, DJ, I definitely appreciate it too. <laughs> your donation. Uh, that's that Costco. You know what I mean? You got that Costco, right? Yeah, she about to enjoy. Yeah, Costco Costco Costco. Away. This cash app popping right now. Stop <laughs> hey, hey, fuck around with the fuck around. The fuck around come back around. You feel me? Hey, yeah, I always yeah. say that. The way y'all niggas hit the cash now might be in Phoenix today at Papa Dose. Papa Dose? Oh, man, that's my shit right there. After 17? Yeah. Oh, man. Right next to my son. My son likes to look at them lobsters, and I'm like, hey, don't don't become friends with them too long. P- Peter Roy, have, have, you, have you stopped at Jaguars after you've left Papa Dose? It's right, it's right on the same Yeah, I ain't been to Jaguars. Uh, no, <laughs> listen, I'm on the north side, though, so, like, I'd have to stop at Jaguars before I go to Papa Do's. You feel me? I'm I'm eager to go to Papa Do's for the uh, lunchtime steak specials. Uh, they have delicious steak, um, good fries. Ah, whoever's whoever's cooking in there is amazing, as well as some of the dancers in there. But the bottle girls man. look better than the. Well, dancers. you said dancers at Papa Do's? No, or Jaguars. Jags, Jaguars, Jaguars. Oh man, I ain't. Man, I haven't been to Jags in a minute, bro. Does it still exist? Oh yes, they in there. The, um, they still murdering niggas out in the parking lot. It's it's still uh-huh. it's still the same Jaguars. Seventeenth and McDowell, right? Yep, same one. Niggas getting murdered, names, wow. all that. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to stay away from the murdering. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm not trying to be anywhere <laughs> where people get popped off. You know what I mean? When your leg get popped off, I, I got a family to raise. So, <laughs> Peter Roy, you but, are you a boxer? You're a boxer. You got you got nice hands. I've, I don't know if you've seen any of my boxing videos. I would like for you to be able to train me on how to throw right hooks, left hooks with using your hip, feints. I need training. Okay, so I watched your video with that dude that was uh, <laughs> laying with Stick. Because Stick, my guy, shout out to Stick. You know what I mean? Um, oh, I'm going to put this like the hood, the hood is coming again on the south side. Okay. North side, east side, west side. You know what I'm saying? Like, we do it from every side. It's off of, uh, I think, Lower Buckeye that we did last year. I'm not sure we're doing it this year, but I saw your video about the dude and um, the guy said he was in a Missy Elliott uh, costume or something, bro. Oh, jazz. oh you talking about? Uh, hold on, let me play that real quick. Uh, his name is Maryvale something. I don't know. <laughs> Maryvale Chaps. Hold on, let me, let me, let me right, right. Hold on, let me. I'm playing it right now.
Now, now, Peter Roy, could you train him for the flight class? I know you're friends with Stick, but he. Well, I don't. I, I, don't I, I can't condone any of the behavior that was happening in that video. Um, I don't know who his trainer is or like where the bag is. Is when you shadow box. I mean, you usually use like two pound weights or five pound weights. Oh, okay. Um, what he's wearing on top is a sauna suit. <laughs> It's called a sauna suit in boxing, but like I don't know what he's. I don't. He's about to fight. Stick. That, Do you think Stick can beat him? Stick can whoop his. I'll tell you why. Because I've seen Stick. He's only been in the ring. You know what I mean? He already had that. Uh, you know the lights, camera, action. I don't know if there's other guy can do it, but Stick uh, did well. And he, I feel like his um, jab is long. <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy's jab is short, man. <laughs> oh. Like, I, I mean, like, Sticko jab the hell out of this guy and just dance around him, you know? So, so your money so your money would be on Stick against Maryville Chops? Stick Hyde is going to whoop that dude, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, off rip. Off rip, bro. He's going to rip that guy because um, Stick has already been in the uh, little square thing mm. and he beat up. I, I don't know who the guy he fought. I, Platinum. Uh, Gambi- Gambi- Gambino sent me that video and I was laughing because it's like boxing is a like a sport and people just think they can. It's kind of like rapping too. Boxing and rapping are like because you can't just come into this and be like, oh, you know, I'm going to try it out with somebody that's already been doing it. You know what I mean? So it's Stick's already been in the. Uh, I call it the octagon or whatever, but you know, you call it the square bear or whatever thing we, right. we call it. The octagon is like, you know, the MMA. Listen, I'll tell you like this though: boxers don't ever want to step foot in the octagon. Hell no, niggas getting hit with all kinds. No, hell no. And bro, I travel with my brother to like Phuket, Thailand, and everything. And they're crazy, yeah. but in boxing, in boxing terms, come on, bro, you guys are being facetious right now because you know damn well. That dude is not going to last. I mean, you said it on your own podcast, bro. My seconds. thing is, I don't think, I don't think stick like I don't think stick has that that uh, stamina either. Nigga, he got stamina. stamina. And, bro, he got stamina, bro. First and foremost, Chicago doesn't need to have a lot of stamina. He just no. needs to have. No, listen. He to utilize his outside jab. You know what I'm saying, and and then. That's all he needs. You think Stick High is going to try to get inside with this guy? No. What are you going to do? Punch him in the, what, in his belly? Come think, on, bro. I think my prediction is Stick, both of these are both of these fighters are emotionally involved right now. So Yeah, so the guy's going to wear himself out. Somebody's coming in just swinging. Nobody's going to come in thinking, well, last fight, Stick didn't come in emotional at all, which, which I was surprised. Exactly. That's how you win fights. Right. You'd never be emotional in a fight. It's That's nothing. So if, if 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 you're upset, you're gonna throw everything. You know, so, <laughs> and, then, and the fucked up part is, is not the ones that you land; it's the ones you miss because that's what really deteriorates your whole. You know what I'm saying? Stamina. People don't understand that. Like when um when Floyd Mayweather fought Pacquiao, that for, well, they only fought one time when they fought. Mayweather was saying, he was saying, if Pacquiao is going to throw all these punches around, people don't understand that 
when you throw all those punches and you miss, that stamina going away from you. I didn't know that at first. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. You elongate your punches and everything. You start fucking around and you know your tennis elbow. Trust me. Um, but February first, which was yesterday, I saw a post, or maybe it was today. I saw a post that I put 11 years ago when Cotto fought Mayweather. And I was like, you know, Pacquiao first backed out mm-hmm. or whatever. And I was like, man, that, that sucks because Cotto's going to be the fall guy for another L. You know what I mean? He's a good fighter. You know what I mean? Like, he's a really good fighter. He got part of a champion, a lion. But, like, you're not going to beat Mayweather because they'll make you miss so many punches to where your shoulders get fucked up. Right. You know what I'm saying? Your joints get fucked up. And you're not going to be Floyd Mayweather. Boy, he's retired now. But when it comes to Spink and uh, that guy that had the sauna suit on, um, uh, Maryville, you're from Maryville, right? Yes, Maryville, USA. Now, uh, well, Stick, I don't know if Stick really claimed Maryville. He claimed 43rd Avenue. So uh, I don't know if this is going to be. Well, how does that work? How does that work? How does that work? Because my tire 